just really bad takes on pop culture, laughing their asses off mm. about stupid yes. shit. Welcome to this awful podcast. Chris and his fucking idiot friend. You little bitch. I got a little heated myself. My uh, pubes haven't grown in yet. What do you think is a normal age for that? Hey, so what's going on with this total reason about a skunk? He sounds like a big piece of shit. <laughs> you are the best. Put it up on your blog. We'll link to your blog, my friend. <laughs> thank you, sir. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> oh, look at my blog. <laughs> oh, heavens. Uh, actually, Alex, it's, um, sparkling water. It's this awful podcast. Ah. Good to be back. It's good to be vaping. It must be. Yeah. yeah. It must be good to be vaping. I'm not vaping. I know you're not vaping, Mike. I am I am uh, drinking, though. The Church of Scientology is working on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for you. Uh, no, well, uh, Church of Scientology has already worked for me, Michael. We're just trying our best to rope you in, my man. Hmm. What is the... What are the Thetans as they relate to uh, Church of Scientology? I'm not... I, I think I watched that Leah Remini series, but I forgot everything about it, so... So, um, my understanding is that the Thetans are these kind of... Possibly microscopic alien uh, creatures that somehow uh, infected apes, and that's how like humans came to be. Like they fucked with their genetics or something. Imagine believing that. This is episode number fifteen of this awful podcast. Yeah, it's tight. Thank you for listening, everybody. My name is Mike. My name is Rodolfo. Rodolfo. Yes. Um, More like ridiculous. <laughs> uh, that's Get actu- it? That's um, racist. Why would you? My Sorry. name is Rodolfo. I have an art gallery, and to call me Rodoculo, Rodoculo is absolutely offensive. Sorry. Yeah. So please stop. Okay. Rodonkio. Re, uh, re eat my assio is uh, actually the family name. So please. I, I was telling a friend of mine today at lunch about uh, the podcast. You know, he's a very lefty guy. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at the episode list and he's like, oh, the most recent episode Jeff Jacoby eat my ass. <laughs> he's like, I'm subscribing right now. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and that's a direct quote, right? I mean, we have that on tape. Uh, Jeff Jacoby eat my ass? Um, no, I thought he. I thought we had him on tape saying, I love eating Chris Caesar's ass. Is that not. Uh, there is a quote uh, from him mm. saying, Love to eat Chris Caesar's ass. Yeah, I thought that um, the uh, conservative columnist at the Boston Globe said that, but. He did. We'll get our fact checkers on that. I just want to be absolutely certain. We did both commiserate on how much uh, we hate Jeff Jacoby. Looks like he lives in some kind of Matrix X uh, pod. <laughs> Doesn't he look perfectly preserved somehow, yet also awful? Well, I know we brought this up in the last show, but his headshot kind of looks like you. That's enough. <laughs> I don't think we talked about that in the last We did, Believe actually. We actually had that edited out. or uh, No, it was in there. The producers were supposed to take them out. Um, I'm the producer. Mm-hmm. 
and I did not take it out. Wow, you're really pulling the curtain back right now. Yeah, I know. I think we have our audience fool that we have a whole <laughs> production team behind us, and yeah. uh, we're we're in a big room with mm. the. Um, Padded walls with uh, the glass with the producer behind it. We're in the Anthea. Oh, Comedia somebody's waving at me now yeah. from behind the glass. Hey, uh, how hey, you doing? Uh, yeah, they're yeah. on the uh, NBC tour. No, no, I don't. I don't want any coffee. No, yeah. please. Uh, yeah, put your bra back on. Thank you. Very uncomfortable when people do that. Yeah, Mike, how was your week? By the way, it's been okay. It's been yeah. busy because it's a short week at work and uh, at my actual job. Short week and it's been very hot. Oh, really? I was just counting down the days of podcast day because I live and breathe this podcast. I absolutely do. I hate that it took so long for us to. I had, I had a few personal. Yeah. Well, what happened? What happened, Chris? We couldn't do a podcast last week because <laughs> well, somebody I, was busy. Well, my I had to go to my uh, grandmother's funeral, um, and then I came. That, that was a while ago. We covered that. <laughs> I had to go to the funeral after uh, she died. I'm going to talk about her dying. I don't know what the uh, religious uh, customs are in your family, but uh, the funeral was a few days after she died. We didn't just Mm -hmm. throw her in the trash. Um, So I had to go down to New Jersey, (laughs) and uh, that was kind of awful. Came back and had to work, and then I had to go to a wedding that was like an eight hour drive away um and it was it was a fun wedding but uh i don't know it was kind of in a stressed out place mike it was uh it was a lot of traveling and smiling to people and uh mm. sometimes that sometimes i find that overwhelming oh uh, yes it is yeah. yeah i think i like being around people but at a certain point i kind of break and i'm like if huh. i don't get alone time i'm going to uh eric klebold this shit and uh <laughs> yeah that's right um and i uh being around people can be exhausting. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you only have so much energy. And it's not like I'm trying to say, you know, I I didn't have a good time or whatever. It's just kind of like... Uh, you know, you're on record lot. saying that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a nice wedding, but I just... I didn't know anybody there, and it was also... I just was like, oh. kind of done with like... Yeah, I, did, I don't know. I hate going to events like that where you just don't know anybody. I've been to a couple of weddings like that, and I'm like, I'm counting down the minutes until I can leave. You know, honestly... Luckily, <laughs> luckily, seriously, luckily it was like local for me. For, I, I assume this was out of state, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I was out in uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. What part of Pennsylvania? Um, like uh, my Penn State, basically. It was pretty, pretty rural. That's like well, Eastern Pennsylvania, right? It's still uh, like an eight-hour drive. It was eight hours, um, which is far. Like from Boston to New York is four hours to give you four, four to five hours. Isn't Penn State out by like Wilkesbury or Scranton? I honestly, yeah, I just kind of popped into the GPS and went and was there for a couple of days. So I mean, why, why care about knowing your everything was so kind of scheduled? I, you know, well, not really. Actually, I just had to get there at four p.m. But <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking roll in right out of the car, right into the audience and honestly everyone was really nice and friendly and stuff but it's still just like you don't know anybody and you know you can tell everyone's just kind of accommodating you you know what i mean and you feel right a awkward yeah you it. don't yeah it's not the same as going to a wedding for your friends where it's like you're instantly comfortable and uh well she's a friend but uh, no, yeah you yeah. know I'm, I'm so, <laughs> all right let me let me restate that jesus yeah it's not like going to a wedding where you're surrounded by familiar people 
exactly. where you're gonna be comfortable. I just felt like I had your to be usual on the scumbag whole time. self. Yeah, yeah. I just you got to uh, pretend that you were actually a decent human being. You know, yeah. a fun thing I did to the bride at that wedding. It's really fuck up her night. Um, because I didn't really know a lot of people there and uh, didn't seem like a vape friendly environment until the very end when I found the other vapors. Shout out to Vape Crowd um, uh, at the wedding. Big ups to Vape Crew. Yeah, dude, you guys. Whew, wow, what a night. Um, when I was kind of slunked away and looking at my phone, uh, it turned out that John McCain had died. And uh, I I kept my phone off for most of it, but I was I just turned it on while I was kind of slinking away to vape, and uh, started like kind of tweeting a bunch of vitriolic shit ah. about John McCain, of course. And uh, somehow the bride uh, found me and was kind of playfully like, you know, come back to the party. Like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, all right, yeah. And she was giving me a little shit for like kind of being on my phone at her wedding. And I guess in my mind, I thought it would be funny and <laughs> somewhat exculpatory to be like, um, oh, by the way, uh, John McCain died. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that. No, no more reaction. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she looked horrified. And uh, not what I just. I mean, she knows you, though, right? Like, if she does know me, I was at this point. You were pretty, the wedding, pretty so. anxiety drunk, um, oh. just kind of like socially anxiously drinking. Okay. I maybe, maybe, maybe misread the situation slightly. I feel like if I'm like one of the major people <laughs> in the wedding, I don't have the presence of mind to be too mad at that. Well, she's she she she, she cares about that kind of stuff. Oh. I. I, I miscalculated mm. and then to make matters worse um, when everyone seemed kind of sad about it in order to kind of mitigate what I thought was a faux pas I went even further a to double down pas. and I said ah, actually it's kind of funny <laughs> and um, you know <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one who thought that was kind of funny, actually. Oh, and boy. we all kind of went back, and uh, hopefully she does not remember that happening. And uh, I, I actually apologized to someone because I was just like, I'm sorry for bringing that up. It was just a, supposed to be a dumb joke, you know? And uh, <laughs> you're like, just as they're about to exchange their vows, you get up, everybody. <laughs> Everybody have an important announcement? Just clinking the glasses. Yeah. Folks! Folks, 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 please. <laughs> a very important announcement. Um, John McCain passed away just now. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wow, you got this. You got the... <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, um, anyway, <laughs> on with the show. Okay. Uh so we did how's it going we, we went did, over your normal we covered week how's it going? insane depression yeah. so at that same Cumberland Farms where I had the verbal faux pas <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I had from a, last week I had another faux pas okay there uh, I went and got a fountain soda which I want to do I know that sounds a lot like the last story but it goes in a different direction trust me okay uh, I, I trust you so I'm at this Cumberland Farms I'm I have my fountain soda in my hand and it's really early in the morning because like it's pretty early what kind of fountain soda are you getting this uh, coke, and, coke zero and what time of the morning are we talking about uh, it's like six 
Okay. It's pretty early for me. Do you not drink coffee? Here's the problem with coffee for me. Mm. Is for coffee to taste good, I got to put a lot of like milk in it. I got it. Yeah. And I feel like it's really not doing good things for me. Totally, yeah. So, well, why not probably start to drink? I, I, the energy drinks don't make me feel good. Okay. They I'm sorry, with, I don't. They mess with my stomach. All right. I'm just trying to help you. I, you are, but you're really hurting. <laughs> I'm going to suck my dick while you tell the story, and then I'll pop back up. Okay, I'm going to look over here. I'm at this Cumberland Farms, and it's early for me. I have had didn't get much sleep the night before. I'm going up to the cashier with my fountain soda, and I got a um, like a egg and cheese muffin sandwich, and I got an order of hash browns. Now, I'm bringing all this stuff up to the cashier. I have everything in my hands, and I have my phone in my hands as well, because I can pay with my app, so I don't have to exchange any money and, you know, even really talk to the filthy cashiers or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. cool. uh, why would I want to talk to the working class? I no, do not. not for me. Yeah. You ever talk to one of them? Not, um... No. Wow. No, it's not a good thing. Didn't work out for them, I'll tell you that, if they talk to me. So... I'm prepared to pay for my stuff at the cash register with my phone and my app. And so I'm putting my uh, fingerprint into, into the phone, and I tilt the phone this way to do that. Mm-hmm. Fucking hash browns go all over the floor. Uh-oh. And the cashier has laughed at me. <laughs> that's, it, my, that's the story? That's my story. <laughs> Chris, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I didn't well, say it was a good story. No, actually, that's a... I didn't say it was a great story. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what we're going to uh, do now. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. You uh, you laugh behind that glass wall. Mm, that, some, uh, uh, Liam, I'm going to meet you guys in the parking lot. Slightly uh, excessive buildup for that punchline. It's uh, a little... Uh, All I was trying to do is contribute. Mm-hmm. 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 But maybe we could just talk about your. You Remember know, last episode you, when you were like, "Oh, nothing happened." And you're like, "Yeah, I went on vacation." To I like- didn't go on vacation. <laughs> I went to go visit my family. Yeah, on yeah the I cave. spilled food this week. I went to go. <laughs> I went to go grill food on the fucking cape, and that's it. And I left. I'm like, my grandmother died. I had a nervous breakdown, and I went to a wedding. <laughs> And you're like, I spilled food on the floor. <laughs> Don't minimize my experience. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been poor form, actually. I shouldn't do that. Um, I don't think that's... <laughs> I think it's really rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to take that back, actually. <laughs> you can't. It's already yeah. out? No, no. The genie cannot go back in the bottle. I. Uh, it was a mistake to say that. Well... Sometimes we have to live with mistakes. We do. Yeah. Like John McCain. Yeah. John McCain is actually no longer living with any mistakes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I thought uh, Joe Biden had a big speech today about how, you know, he loved McCain as kind of like a family member. And in families, you have disagreements. And to me, like people were talking about how this was just like the most eloquent speech. And I was like, that is straight up psychopathic bullshit. You know, when you think about the Vietnam War, yeah, which John McCain served in, that was just a big disagreement between the two nations, right? I mean, sometimes families have that. I mean, you don't even have to get in. I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like John McCain. It's one of the few wars of the 20th century that weren't John McCain's fault. So, I, you know, okay. Okay, I can see that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like World War II, he, you know, caused. 
Um, he, you know, he did volunteer to fight in. I guess it's hard for me to say what what seems in retrospect to just be an unambiguously genocidal war. I know the media was much different back then, and the kind of news people were getting back then was much different. But, uh, man, at least, uh, you know, John Kerry, for all of his bullshit, when he came back as some bouge asshole um, who volunteered for the Iraq War, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> volunteered for the Vietnam War, um, I'm pretty sure he volunteered for it. I uh, might need to be fact-checked on that. But he came back and he threw his medals on the White House lawn. And he protested and he, you know, testified before Congress about how Vietnam was straight-up genocide and how uh, the U.S. Army had these open kill zones where just, like, any fucking man, woman, or child were just murdered and there's so many stories of just brutality and awfulness and just this legacy of John McCain as this quintessential American is in some ways very accurate I think but is also a reason to be completely revulsed by him like he volunteered to fight in this colonial war of frankly straight up genocide where millions of people were murdered for no reason he had a good quote from the Vietnam War, I think. Um, about hating the gooks? Yeah. 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 And then he'll hate them for the rest of his life, which ended the other day. Mm. Um, so hopefully... He, so he went to his grave. He's hating, woke now. Hating the gooks, as he, as he said. Like, I don't want to shit on this guy's grave. And I think that a lot of people... I mean, a part of me does. I mean, I guess to me, it's more like... I understand the pain of his friends and his family and stuff. Like, I'm not that callous and stupid. But on the other hand, he caused an incredible amount of pain in his life well i mean he if we're talking about his legacy what's his legacy yeah i i agree I, what's his legacy what do we have it's like li- making he, liberals feel good he, he ran for, he ran for president twice once introducing sarah palin to the world which was awesome mm-hmm. uh, um, a very tight move yeah but uh, as we both agreed to before the pod um it's definitely not the worst thing he's done yeah like it, it actually kind of annoys me and i think you said yourself when people are saying you know they're citing this as the worst thing he's ever done um not even close yeah not even fucking Pe- close people guy. Have, people have said that to me personally like well he wasn't perfect but I'm mad at him for Sarah Palin. Like, okay, that's a valid thing to be mad at him for, but that on the list of things to be mad at, that's like number 10,000. Yeah, like, how about wanting to escalate the war in Iraq? You want to talk about, uh, how about coffin, uh, flag-draped coffins and funerals like that? He about, caused those. How he, about, fucking, he didn't see a war he didn't fucking like. How about bomb, bomb, bomb? bomb bomb Iran. Yeah. He wanted to bomb them into oblivion. That whole revolution is related to us overthrowing yes. their once democratic government. Yes. Um, and like Iran used, and Afghanistan also, although that was due to the Taliban or whatever, um, which is also not entirely not our fault. But like you look at pictures of like Iran, it was westernized and not that that's necessarily good in and of itself, but um, they certainly seem to have more kind of freedoms uh, back then and uh in the anthony bourdain episode he pointed out 
Bourdain did. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Bourdain pointed out that there's people in Iran who have no idea why they should hate America. Just because people, Uh-oh. just because prior generations have said, you know, always said, just like same here, prior generations have said you have to hate Iran pretty much mm. you know like all this word of mouth but it's like Iran hasn't done anything um, especially anything more recent than 9-11 uh, which was by the way was, done by our pals I was going to bring up the fact that Iran actually hasn't even invaded another country since I want to say the 19th century they're right. not a aggressive um this is my naive political view, but I feel like it must be more about the countries around them. Absolutely. That put pressure that they think, you know, Iran what is not cool. you mean Israel? <clears throat> um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Israel. Uh, <laughs> and Saudi Arabia, you know, too. We're, yeah. we're, we're uncomfortable with Iran having all this technology. We're uncomfortable with Iran having nuclear capability. Even though Israel has like 200 nukes. Sure. Uh, Iran had revolutionaries that blew up a plane over Lockerbie. Sure. But, We've supported but, so much terrorism ourselves. But, and but, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, no, just, no, you're right. Yeah. Like the CIA has, has orchestrated so many very brave actions that uh, like the overthrow of the dem- democracy of Iran. Oh, yeah. And people are like, why? Why do they hate us? Uh, well, not to um, uh, clumsily drag this back to the McCain debate, but it actually plays into it, I think, because it's all like I think the emotion about McCain isn't actually about McCain. Mm. I think it's kind of more about I agree. how McCain made... I mean, first of all, I don't think a lot of conservative, like hardcore conservatives are upset. And in fact, I think they're as gleeful as the hard left at his death. I agree. And um, the, the it's tw- something that Trump was at least conscious enough to kind of echo himself. Yeah, the tweets that I've seen from hard right yeah. pe- you know, people were basically saying the same thing as far left people. Which is fuck McCain. Pretty I noticed much. that. Yeah, and it's it's the same. I yeah. mean, the hard right people feel like McCain was a traitor, Absolutely. or you know, a traitor to the party. Uh, they didn't care that he was, uh, you know, considered a war hero to buy some. They didn't care. They that liked people he, who didn't get captured. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then subsequently, they like people who didn't get brain cancer. So. This was kind of my theory going into the app, is that, like, this funeral isn't necessarily about McCain, but this feeling like his death signifies the end of some kind of, like, civility in politics. Right. Yeah. And uh, this, like, liberal fantasy that underscores so much of their um, political strategy and, like, ethics and I think it's garbage. And I think that the reason people liberals love McCain is that he kind of exemplifies 
this Aaron Sorkin fantasy <laughs> about the West Wing, right? Like, it's not about people trying to live their lives and get access to, like, basic rights about uh, health care or food or a living wage or something like that. It's about a bourgeois contest of ideas between these two very, um, you know, intellectually minded parties who are actually interacting on an intellectual level and trying to find the greater good through this uh, discourse. And none of that is true. That is just an absolute abstraction that is complete bullshit. And like... It's good. Like I, I, I'm not saying that it's good. Trump is in office because I fucking hate the guy. But uh, in some ways, like if people are starting to understand that. John McCain doesn't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about you. Chuck Schumer doesn't give a shit about you. Nope. They don't fucking care about you. And all of this pageantry is a spectacle to make you feel like they do care about you. And we're all Americans. And we're all in this together. Well, John McCain didn't fucking think that when he wanted to escalate the war in Iraq. And, like, he didn't fucking think that when he was... If I recall supporting that insane tax cut, the absolute lunacy of that tax cut over and over again, just absolutely bankrupting the country for its fucking donors. And how do you not see this over decades? And it's a liberal pathology for them to be like, oh, he went, oh, yeah, the, the, the fucking straight talk express, whatever jerk off insane. <laughs> bull- How can you be that fucking credulous? It honestly blows my mind. He is a senator with a bus called the straight talk express and every journalist in the fucking country sucked his dick it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it's crazy john mccain for uh he at least had the political um self-awareness to be like i should be nice to reporters i should kind of charm them mm. and like he was so effective at it that like everybody sucked his his old wrinkled cock what the fuck is his legacy like what well, did he do what did me, he do he me, made liberals feel good that's fucking it let me tell let me list off a few things about his legacy mm. he voted against the creation of uh, martin luther king jr Day, oh yeah well which that, is definitely a very uh, progressive thing that liberals would love right you cannot have i mean that guy was out yeah. of control he uh voted to uh, reject the establishment of the holiday and he also has a history of voting against civil rights legislation like the 1990 civil rights act that's weird that the uh, senator from arizona um would be such a racist f- yeah. fucking prick that's insane and we all know about his um, you know quote uh, on the record about uh, racial slur in reference to the Vietnamese people of course yeah uh, well, but they have a statue in um, Hanoi for him yeah uh, I think they all voted on whether to have that statue but but you know we in Massachusetts we also have a statue in Salem, Mass, where, you know, a thing that we're really proud of here in the United States, I don't know if you're outside of the States and anything, we're really proud of this, but the Salem witch trials. We're going to get calls. (laughs) We, being the Puritans, were were accusing women of being witches. uh, Uh, Were they witches? 
I think it uh, turned you know, out they weren't. You no, know, it turned out, surprisingly enough, the uh. data show that they were not actually witches. Oh, that's... It was crazy. That's frustrating. They, they would... Uh, Science hadn't caught up they, to the witchcraft they, at that point. You know, they would hang somebody, and then as soon as they were done struggling, they were like, huh, hmm. she wasn't a witch. Huh. And they would just go about their day. kind of makes you wonder what would motivate them to do all that if really there wasn't a lot of science to support it. Really Definitely something I would celebrate and just fucking sell my town's brand on. It's oh, not totally. anything I'm mad about as a New Englander or anything. So, as it relates to the statue in Hanoi of John McCain, Salem, Massachusetts has a fucking statue... The bewitched lady, right? The bewitched lady, Mm -hmm. a fucking fictional character on a TV show. And if you talk to anyone in Salem about how that's... They hate They flip out. (laughs) I... They lose their shit completely. They do not care for that statue. They do... Oh, really? I was going to say, like, actually, everyone I've brought it up to from Salem, and I'm like, it's kind of fucked up to have this, like, cartoonish representation of what was essentially a massacre of women for no reason. And they're like, um, you're a fucking SJW, basically. Like, straight up. And I'm talking about, like, former Salem city councilors here, so. It's it's a very smart opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'm coming around on it, actually. Maybe it's good. There is a good statue. Uh, and then by uh, extension, John McCain is actually pretty good. And, and so much money goes into this, and they have the whole Halloween fest. I I, <laughs> I hate touristy shit. I hate it. Like, I, you know, the duck boats and all that shit, I fucking hate that in Boston. I hate it. But at least it's not glorifying, like, some, like, yeah, like... like. I do have to say, though, that the tours they do in Salem are educational, yeah. and they give the proper reverence to the people who died. I see. I think I've gone on a couple of these, like, you know, candlelight walking tours and things like that. And they do give the proper reverence and they do say, you know, we're working to have this be a bigger thing here, mm-hmm. you know, around here. Like, more than just a kitschy kind of, uh, kind of like, it feels thing, like, yeah. you know? There, like, it's a joke. There are people there who give this the proper reverence. Right. But, I mean, I don't but it's to, like, like the ninety-five percent of people that go there are just like, "Ooh, I'm in Salem in fucking uh, exactly. October. Oh, this is gonna be great." I just want to be clear: this isn't something I think about ever, really, unless Salem comes up, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? Like, that's kind of where they base their whole brand on this. Like, it's not funny. It's like weird. It should be like kind of this examination of human behavior, and like, it's not. They like play it out to be this fucking the brand, the brand funny thing. Yeah. The extension of a brand yeah. is really weird. Now, I think there is a sort of a good component to it where people who want to go there and, you know, wave their freak flag, they can do it. I, I think that's good. Actually, the festival is very cool, so I don't mean to detract from that. Like, the whole, like, Halloween thing is, it's that is cool. I actually think the city of Salem is actually a really fucking cool city. I, I, I honestly agree, yeah. I really I like I, it there a lot. I actually like it almost more than Boston, to be quite honest. It's, it's neat because it's, like, niched in there. It's hard to get in there a little bit. And then it's like this big town. Um, There's like no direct highway to it. Before we moved to where we are now, one of the places we were considering moving was Salem. But major detractor was that, yeah, it's kind of hard to get to from the highways. and It's just really tucked in there. Yeah. And also, too, um, my sister-in-law lives in Salem. And she's like, you know, the, the months of September and October are just completely... 
you can't even move around the city. <laughs> and that would that would aggravate me. Yeah, but totally. however, what was more alarming to me as we were looking at houses were some of the street names. Mm-hmm. There was one street that is actually in uh it's in one of the nicer neighborhoods of Salem, and I think it was called Gallows Hill Road. And I'm like, that's really creepy. Man, what the fuck? That's, that's really what I'm fuck. talking that's about. Really creepy. I'm like, yo, that was real shit. And like everywhere you look, there's like you know, there's there's um, iconography of like you know. Uh, Witch uh, related stuff And like you know Like a A witch on a broomstick And it's like So you're taking this yeah. This symbol yes. Right And but you're using that As your iconography now Like It's weird It's just yeah. weird I, I mean I I feel like kind of a niche SJW for bringing this up But <laughs> honestly yeah It's always bothered me Cause uh, we've both grown up here Um And we're not Morons about history Or whatever And it's just kind of like I mean Arthur Miller wrote The Crucible about it It's like kind of a well-known American like disaster it's like straight up Lord of the Flies in real life and uh, they're all just like oh <laughs> we got the bewitch woman in here and it's like this is not how this should be remembered at all it's well, some kitschy like money grabbing bullshit I feel like now it's all treated very whimsically I feel like it's treated as like oh Salem witch city haha <laughs> you know like yeah oh man yeah we had the witch trials here and uh, anyway we're gonna gloss over that hey here's the Boston Beer Garden uh, look, if I recall you can go have a you can go have a uh, potion at the Boston Beer Garden you know like like the witches used to do yeah right in a big the, cauldron the extremely real witches yeah. <laughs> um yeah doesn't the Salem News have a like a witch on a broomstick kind of in his yeah. masthead yes yes and I'm just kind of like what are you doing like do you not understand what was happening to those women now somebody it's the 21st century so maybe not do that we were going through the uh, some problematic things about John McCain oh um, <laughs> yeah I remember that I mean yeah. I say he did call his wife a cunt that was not yeah that's Twitter. awesome right <laughs> yeah, no. here's what I want to get your thought on yeah I know your thoughts on this but I want you to say it yeah um one of the things that liberals really fucking love McCain for mm. is when at a town hall event, yeah, somebody yeah. called Ob- uh, Barack Obama, called him an Arab, and then McCain responded, no, ma'am, he's a decent family man, citizen, I just have disagreements. Now, liberals... Um, at the outset, they just fucking came in their pants when they heard that. They're like, oh, he defended Obama. He's a great guy. Uh, he's an Arab. No, ma'am. A decent family man. So what does that imply? Yeah, I had a couple of people send that to me and also send me kind of uh, counter-interpretations of that incident. What are some counter-interpretations? That he was saying, no, he's not to her earlier remarks about him not being <laughs> trustworthy and shit like that. But to me, even at the most charitable interpretation, right? Let's say that he wasn't being racist. Um, <laughs> Let's imagine for a moment. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm sure, like, he... Maybe I'm not sure, but I, I could see how he wasn't, like, individually racist to Arab people. But he hurt a lot of Arab people, let's be clear. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, just want to be clear about I that. Mean, I'm just trying know. to suss out this legacy shit. 
I, I, I just come back to this idea that it is a funeral more for this kind of nostalgia, for this make-believe America that I think may have been brought in by the Reagan era, but maybe it's even uh, more rooted in Eisenhower or something, but just like we're all Americans, we have disagreements, but at the this, end of the day, and that's all just bourgeois politics. This, this idea, bullshit. This, this idea of the noble statesman. Kind right. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think in uh, the 50s and 60s, it's a way more compelling argument because you have this expanding middle class and you're able to kind of contrast yourself to the Soviet Union and yeah. be like, uh, like, no, look at like the freedoms we're giving people. And now like in 2018, everyone thinks we're this like kind of uh, proto uh, third world country, basically. And we have no, we don't have basic shit that other industrialized countries have. I'm so glad that Sanders, Bernie Sanders, is going after fucking Jeff Bezos. I hope he fucking roasts that motherfucker. Is he? Oh, hell I didn't see that. Yeah, really. Yeah, he's um. So basically, he introduces bill that any company who has over 500 employees who are on um, food stamps or other kinds of public assistance, they will be taxed 100 percent of the cost of that. Um, and uh, Amazon is. Free freaking out he's going after amazon fucking hard and i'm sure he has his eyes on I mean, the white he house but he should go yeah, after dude. amazon i mean as much as i like amazon as a service i mean i think that you know of same of course but like having a ceo who is literally the richest person in the world and also the same token uh, paying his workers shit not even paying them shit they can't like go to the bathroom you read some of these reports it's like hearing about an apple factory in china where they have suicide yeah. nets and it's like, in the united states it's in Everett. it's here like, these people work like Fox. unbelievable hours foxconn right yeah and they they can't go to the bathroom without getting sh like and it's so widely documented Did you say it's in everett there's a there's like an amazon fulfillment center in oh, everett yeah, oh yeah that's right that's yeah right. i mean it's all over back and they just hide behind this kind of logic that like oh it's just you know seasonal workers who are here and like people are those like are, those are the people that get abused the most exactly the seasonal throwaway i know that when i worked retail the seasonal workers were throwaways they were essentially the star trek red shirts of the real retail world and that's like, the thing with the labor market yeah. it's just like oh unemployment is low but everyone's fucking underemployed there's no real like sense of the <laughs> But, but like everybody's not everybody but all the um, rich folks seem to love this system because it makes them richer yeah right they don't have yeah. to they don't have to uh, pay their workers fairly no they can still ma maximize profit for their shareholders or themselves anybody who would and does like a system like that is not working in the system the people who do not like the system the people who are harmed by the system are the people who have no control over that I saw a tweet today where someone was like, um, 
quote tweeting someone who is calling Bernie too left, and they're like, if you think Bernie's too left, you're already a Republican. Yeah. Period. So That's like where we're. Hey, at. You've gone all the way around. That's it. Yeah. yeah like get the fuck out of our party. Too you're left. done. Too left. Oh, fu- like we shouldn't be subsidizing goddamn Amazon.com to fucking mutilate the brutalize their workers. That's what we're subsidizing with our tax dollars. It's insane. The problem is with the current administration. Oh, I'm sure they're, they're like that. It's all made up of CEOs. It's all made up of people that cartoonishly are, evil people. I, I, they really are cartoonishly evil. This is like fiction. It really like I would not believe write. this if like we made jokes about this happening in 15 years in like the early aughts. People would think we were just like fucking dumb and broad. Like, this is like what I thought would happen exactly. I always joke about this. I always joke about like, oh, remember the summer of 2016 when we were all playing Pokemon Go and people getting off their ass and going, you know, for walks to look for Pokemon was like the biggest thing in the news. Man, that was awesome, huh? If I, when I look back at that time and I try to like place myself back in that time, like how essentially how innocent we all were like we how naive we all were yeah. that we didn't even think this is a remote possibility i almost think of somebody um in japan watching the bomb fall Absolutely. from the sky yeah if i knew what was going to happen five months or six months from um uh you know from from that summer Man, God. from what summer? Hiroshima? Uh, tw- yeah, Hiroshima when I was there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. If I could have um, thrown my body in front of the bomb, maybe that would have Save shielded the some of me. Yeah. Even though with your enormous body, even though the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <Yes>. sorry, but <laughs> kind of walked into that. But that, yeah, right, that was good. That was good. You really fucking roasted me there. It's good. I'm sorry, Mike. We can, we can edit it. We're out. trying to talk about some serious <laughs> topics and you just make a fucking fat joke. That's great. Folks, I'm, that's way, what, I'm way fatter than Mike for everybody I found. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think that's true and I don't care. I, I felt like I was actually making a cogent point. Um, yeah, sorry. Anyway. Oops. Let's just wrap up on John McCain. Yeah. Um, he was because, kind of a moron. Yeah, he sucked. He's an he overprivileged moron that liberals love because they believe that's how politics should work. But guess what? Politics don't work that way. And we're all going to fucking die. So congratulations on jerking off on his fucking dead body, you fucking morons. Liberals are sad that John McCain uh, is dead because they think it looks good. They think that um, if I show that I'm going to be civil to the family, then maybe that's going to affect some change. And the day after John McCain is put in the ground, everything will be just like it was before. My theory is they just don't care about politics. All the people that I've seen who've made some sort of brainless comment about how John McCain was a maverick and he was bipartisan. No, he wasn't. What did he do? What does he What do we have Because of John McCain Literally nothing We had an escalated Iraq war We had Like what do we have We had a bunch of journalists Coming in their pants I guess Maybe an increase in dry cleaning sales That's about fucking it What the fuck did he do 
McCain Feingold? How the fuck did that? Hey, Mike, um, uh, we're like a Dem-Soch democracy now, right? No, there's no money in politics now. That wasn't definitely John McCain jerking off under the face of every fucking hardworking American who wanted to believe his fucking bullshit. John McCain, eat my fucking ass, you warmongering fuck. If you ever became president, you would have bombed countries I've never even heard of, and I have a degree in this shit. Fuck you, John McCain. Fuck every liberal who wants to suck his dick because they're so afraid of what's coming. And guess what? It's coming. It's already happened, dude. It's already fucking happened. Why do you think Donald Trump hates him so much? Because he represents the liberal bitch element of his party. Now, he can just fucking deny that American citizens have citizenship. He can just cast them out. What did John McCain do? Did John McCain caucus with the Democrats? Did Jeff Flake ever do anything like that? Anything to ever help these people? You fucking idiots! How fucking dumb are you? It just drives me absolutely bonkers. You're fucking idiots! How many times? How many election cycles how many goddamn people have to be affected by this before you jerk off masturbatory liberal dipshits finally understand that politics isn't about you feeling good or fucking having some kind of daddy fantasy about some white haired war criminal and it's about making sure people can fucking live their lives you're all pieces of shit. Fuck you. Fuck John McCain. Fuck the McCain family. And fuck any liberal dipshit who's sucking his corpse's ass. You're all pieces of shit. Guillotine's coming. Um, and we have a uh, sponsor update from Dr. Pepper. Excuse me, sir. This is an Arby's drive-thru. Oh, uh, it's, um, you know, the diet Dr. Pepper tastes just as good as regular Dr. Pepper, it turns out. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> John McCain is a fucking moron. Play the clip. Play the clip, dude. Play. Ah, uh, which, which which clip are you talking about? The C-SPAN clip. I got. I got to hear it. I haven't seen this okay. in like 15 years. So I'm just gonna set this up because now I'm fucking furious. <laughs> so I used to be a reporter, like uh, in the 08 primary um, in New Hampshire for a very local paper. Just got the heads up that John McCain was going to be at the town's middle school or some shit that I used to cover. It was a town of like 10,000 people. And uh, I might even be overestimating it, but, you know, it was a New Hampshire primary. And McCain at the time was actually pulling quite low. Uh, It did not seem like he would be a uh, contender. And at the time, um, he was really enthused about escalating the Iraq war. 
And, you know, actually, uh, that's so cool that John McCain um, volunteered to fucking crash planes in a genocidal war against Vietnam. Um, because, like, uh, I had yeah. family members who not, were not very didn't good want to go to Iraq, actually, but mm. because uh, John McCain was so brave mm. and his dick was so big, Michael. Yeah, that's actually uh, why he crashed the plane. Because Yeah, it, it got like, in the, the way. The moment that he was about to uh, uh, unleash the missiles on that light bulb factory, he got such a tumescent rod <laughs> that it actually steered the plane the wrong way and <laughs> yeah. he just went right into the ground. And it crashed it right into uh, a funny thing I'll think of later. And we'll edit in. Yeah, we'll put that in post. Anyway, uh, I hate John McCain so fucking much. Mm. And I've had kind of an emotional response to the endless uh, pathological endless. worship of him. I'll tell you that uh, Left Book has had a time about um, about John McCain. Yeah, Jeff Sessions was a senator for like a thousand years. He's, oh, he's a great. fucking hero, right? He's awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. how he just was a racist shithead who started wars. No problem. That's so fucking cool! I love that! No problem it's, with him. Mm, I love him. Love it! Um... By the way, Vietnam, uh, folks, actually not a good war. Kind of an insanely, mind-blowingly bad war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What was it? Like 60, 75,000 Americans died Mm, alone? Not to mention the millions of Vietnamese. Exactly. That was my next point. Uh, You know, and... uh, not to not to steal the point from you, Mike. I, I didn't mean to do that. No, 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 it's uh, fine. Um, I've just been I've been sitting on this. I was being polite at the wedding, and I just wanted to just kill everyone at the wedding. And I was just like, you know what, John McCain um, wanted to send uh, people our age into Vietnam for no. Or, it's so funny how I keep fucking that up. It's so interesting that he fought in Vietnam. I was like, you know what? Let's escalate the mm. war in Iraq. Yeah, because I'm. A fucking genius. I'm a goddamn statesman. Everyone should respect me. Respect me. I mean, okay, fine. He didn't... He could have come home when he was POW. And he didn't. And he didn't. I gotta say, okay. Okay. That that does reflect an egalitarian character. Nobody, nobody denies that he got tortured over there. Right. That it was bad that he was tortured. And yes, he did. So similar to your John Kerry point, he did come back home and was against torture. Right. right? However, <laughs> that's a small little speck in ideology. Exactly. Uh, compared to, that's a drop in the bucket of shit ideology. It's also because the, he's against it because it happened to him. How do you not see that? He is against it because he was tortured. And, like, that is right. awful. If it didn't happen to him, he might have been for it. Ex- like, I have absolutely actually, no doubt. In fact, he'd be I have no it. doubt he'd be for it. Yeah, I, I have no question. He was absolutely. for bombing the shit out of anything else. So, why wouldn't he? You know, like. Uh, um, he was doing the bombing, so it's not that bad for him. But if he was being bombed, maybe he wouldn't be. And then other people were like, give me proof of his war crimes. 
Okay. Like, <laughs> I think it's well documented, actually. Okay. Well, no, yeah. uh, war crimes are defined in the Geneva Convention. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. He was a POW, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, so it's like, you know, it's like the zero-sum game, I guess, right? He commits war crimes, but then he's a POW. So I guess everything's all even, right? Yeah. And I mean, the reason oh. he was a POW is because the Vietnamese invaded the United States and took soldiers captive, right? That's yes. the reason why, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah, everyone knows that, that Vietnam invaded the United States, and it was definitely not... Uh um, I saw a POW MIA sticker on a car today and I actually lost my fucking mind and was just screaming in the car. Uh, there's been a lot of rage lately, Michael. Uh, I don't know if it's the heat. We've had a big heat wave in Boston recently, but I just saw it and it's like, are you like nine years old? Do you think there's POWs in Vietnam right now? You fucking idiot. Well, like how <laughs> I just, I, like at this point, Still missing. uh, it's looking pretty bleak for me, Mike. I uh, I need I need something. <laughs> I'm getting so mad every day. It's just it never ends. It's just uh, it's a lot. Literally think about this fucking stupid incident. He's like at a town hall. He does probably two or three of these a day during his campaign to oh, be yeah. president. He barely remembers any of it. And I'm this sure. fucking seemingly drunk woman wanders up and is like, "I don't trust Obama." He's an Arab, and he is a superhero. He is considered this unbelievable avatar of decency for being like, uh, no, uh, actually not true. You know, yeah, that's unbelievable. I would, I would give him more credence if he actually like incorporated it into commercials or incorporated it into his campaign. Like, hey, honestly, I wouldn't expect that of him. But if he was like, well, no, he's not Arab. But if he at least even said that, but but for him to and be even given, if he was Arab. For him to be given the type of reverence that liberals give him, that's what he would have to do. He would have to do something unusual like that for me to agree and be like, okay, you know what? Maybe the liberals have a point. Or even like Maybe cross they have the a point. Yeah. They have a point on this specific incident. Like if he crossed the aisle on the Obamacare stuff on some philosophical That's being a value, that would be an, and I would actually respect that. But the thing is, like, you ask people to be like, when has he done this? And they point to the torture thing and McCain Feingold. And the torture thing didn't really do anything. And no. McCain no. Feingold is trash now. No like that's Cause, done. Because the current the, the, cur- the current administration is pretty pro torture, so you know so it didn't, and, didn't do anything that's 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 where I'm left at and of course Obama didn't prosecute any of those people either no I mean yeah. when with this none of this is a um, is a, uh, a absolution of um, uh, you know Obama none of this no is. no no you know but when one it's, it's, uh, it's a it's a cascade of failures through administrations sure um, that John McCain did not do anything to stop I, I do believe that Obama, I mean, I was born in 84. He's probably the best president in my lifetime. But at the same time, when you see Joe Biden, um, I guess it was in the funeral today. I haven't been following it closely or whatever. But, like, 
when he's going up and is saying, you know, I considered him family and politics or family disputes, like, people consider that sweet. And, like, honestly, from Biden, that's, I believe that because that's been his life for, like, 50 years, longer than I've even been alive, just, like, fucking rubbing shoulders and elbows with these people. But the fact of the matter is that's not what politics is. Yeah, I and, have like, a problem with that statement. Yeah, and to okay. be, like, you know, just absolutely jerking off over this idea is just absolute trash. Yeah, I have a huge problem with that statement. Like, I've actually got, like, a visceral reaction to that statement because politics is not, like, a family argument. Politics no, can not. literally kill people. Yep. And people, it does every and, day. You know, people far away from other people, class-wise, can make a decision that literally kills people like either through military force through policy through straight you know, starvation and poverty yeah, yeah. oh but That's it was not, a big fucking deal when we passed obamacare oh joe biden's our big hope for 2020 it really makes me want to fucking kill myself honestly. well you know that's why well, i not literally <laughs> don't worry people but um it doesn't give me a lot of hope for 2020 i just hope that the democrats don't fuck this up because <clears throat> the democrat this is the democrats um election to lose if they roll out a shitty candidate trump's gonna win if because you know what the Republican Party is for as, oh, the Republican Party is uncomfortable. You know, all these articles you see, like, uh, more and more GOP turn against Trump. They're never going to turn their backs on him. He, he's like an easy out. Oh, man, I'm not uh, doing so well. Hey, everybody, Trump. Yeah. Like, you know, th things seem good at the moment to some people. Republicans are going to try to push that and they're going to nominate Trump for 2020. Of course. And of course Trump is going to accept it. Of course. If he doesn't expire on the toilet uh, pushing out a huge turd first. Um, I, but the I Democrats, know. I don't even know who the Democrats have put up. Liz Warren? Please no. We'll kind of have to wait until the midterms to see how it actually plays out. Because if, like... Even the, that I'm nervous about. Well, I'm nervous about it, too. But so are the Republicans. And I think that we've seen enough... Um, the whole lesson of 2016, it was, like, the enthusiasm element. And it was something that Democrats have not really cared about in a long time. And Trump capitalized it like crazy. And I think it'll see Democrats trying to catch up and uh, if they can garner up enough enthusiasm. I think even just by Trump being himself, he really, really upsets people and galvanizes them, but uh, uh, if you don't have I don't know, some I'm, some populistic answer, like you're fucked. I'm not convinced the Democrats have learned anything from 2016. I'm oh, convinced that no, 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 there's no. Uh, going to be finger pointing for decades about this that's going to outlive uh, all of us mm. and that overshadowed by the Russia shit by all the stupid shit Trump did in the first 90 days in office um, you know I think in all that Democrats have not learned their lesson they're just like well we got to put somebody in there that's not Trump and it goes back to your point things aren't going to just go turn rosy as soon as Trump uh, walks off the, uh, the line in fact it's going to be probably almost worse because he'll be in a position of influence outside of the administration and it, it he'll be yeah. he'll be like a 
he'll be like a, um, you know, he'll be, I don't want to say a talking head, but he'll be like, he'll be in a position of influence somehow. Oh, yeah. He'll be, people will still look to him as if he were still a politician, you know? And, and it's not even him I'm worried about. It's like now, um... I've always said it's just like the charismatic white supremacist is going to come out. And we're already like the the goddamn candidate in Florida calling that gubernatorial he, saying he didn't want to monkey monkey up the election. Yeah, that the absolutely his insane. opponent, a black man. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's, and that expression, if you don't know, is essentially related to referring to a uh, black person fixing your car and not doing it well. Yes, using a slur. In the, yeah, it's, an, it's a, like I, I know there's been some kind of disinformation about there about what it actually means. But that's the origin of the word is yeah. that, you know, you're essentially accusing them of N-wording it up. Yeah. And which means completely fucking up your car. And yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. a white person should have worked in that because hey, white guys don't mess up cars. He was essentially saying we don't want to N-word up this election. Yeah. And a lot of people, Fox News even had to be like, uh, that was bad. The Daily Caller said that was bad. The it's Daily, absolutely the wild. Daily fucking Caller said so that was kind of problematic, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, like I, that, that's awesome. The Daily Caller even was like, yep, that's racist. That's- the Daily Caller. He's going to win. I, I don't know. And like Beto or Beto or Beto. Uh, Beto. I always fuck that up. I just, uh, what are they doing with all these candidates? Like they're trying to just uh, these ridiculous uh, attempts at discrediting them on the, on the, um, actually before we switch gears to Beto, can mm-hmm. you finish, um, uh, setting up your, um, C-SPAN thing? We were talking can about I pee first. Uh, absolutely. Let's take a little uh, pee break. Let's take a break right. and uh, listen to the sounds of uh, my dick. Uh, it's not going to be Chris's dick. It's going to be something yeah, else. It will be my no, dick. No, it will not. Okay, we're just going to take a break. <laughs> We've been drinking for a while. Like we've been we've been at this for a while at this point. And it's gonna get edited down. You know, it's like mm. a you know, it's like a big oak tree that we have to craft into a uh, a very fine looking um bench that we're gonna then sell at like Pier One Imports or something like that. You would cut down an entire tree to make a bench? You can make more trees, right? Wow, Mike. Sometimes my cat and I have a strange objection to some of your political views about how resources should be. Um, for example, I know that you uh, love Jeff Bezos and you want to marry him and take all. <clears throat> anyway, um, so C-SPAN, can you set up your C-SPAN clip? Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. When I was a little dipshit reporter in New Hampshire, this is a common theme in our podcast. Uh, yeah, Chris, the dipshit reporter. 
Uh, I hated John McCain, and I was a reporter in New Hampshire during the uh, both the Republican and Democratic primary in 2007. And uh, John McCain rolled up at the town, the like town of 8,000 people I used to cover. And uh, he went to some little rinky dink. Um, um, uh, Chester, middle, New Hampshire. Yeah, Chester, New Hampshire. He went to a middle school that also functioned as a uh, fire station. What? Well, yeah, I mean, there were separate oh, wait, buildings. It was, but, at, it was at Chester Academy, wasn't it? Uh, Chester Academy is... That sounds right. Chester Academy is the the school. But the fire station, I believe, was on the grounds. Yeah, it's on the same ground. He probably, like, you know, said a couple of nice things to kids, and then he went to the fire station, and there were a bunch of local reporters there, including myself. And uh, at the time, he was campaigning along with uh, Rudy Giuliani, who is actually a, um, I guess, considered a... Uh, credible person at the time was running about how we need to escalate the war in Iraq and uh, I was a little hipster dipshit and uh, C-SPAN was there and I, this is how I remember John McCain a guy who was just an entitled prick who thought that he didn't have to answer questions about how he wanted to escalate the war in Iraq where my fucking cousins were going out and fighting his little fucking imperial cock war you know and they don't want to talk about service and shit like that he's full of shit he came from a navy family he's a complete fucking loser he's full of shit which um he promptly voided the moment that he died (laughs) (laughs) that was uh mike everybody not me (laughs) i did not say that Definitely probably thought it, but would not say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, sh- I should have just thought that. That'll be in the premium episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Patreon episode. We'll have all the funeral jokes we've yeah. been covering. So, um, uh, <clears throat> video. Do we have any content for the people? Video. We got the video, yeah. Yeah. Right? Do you want to play the video? Yeah, I'm just busting your boss, man. <laughs> You know what doesn't have content? John McCain's balls. Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> they were avoided when he died. Did John McCain die? Yeah, last week. Is this this is me on Senator John McCain at a firehouse in Chester, New Hampshire. <laughs> then Senator Joe Biden meets with voters at Georgie's restaurant in Waterloo, Iowa. Senator Chris Dodd attends a barbecue like, in New London, New Hampshire. This is a kind of fascinating first, time there's a new capsule. presidential candidate this week. Former Tennessee Senator Fred Thompson announced his bid uh, Wednesday okay, on The Tonight Show. Uh, that's uh, right. If I can interject here. Uh, you can, yeah. This is going to be a while till you show up. But. Okay, so he's kind of like walking around. It's a typical thing. Lots of kids. We'll share the link to this video, by the way, on um, the uh, episode notes. Because <laughs> you need to see it. Um, uh, this, it is pretty gonna be, funny. There's going to be a very important visual element to this. That I feel like you guys can't miss. <laughs> but, he's referring to my outfit. Whoa, anyway. whoa hold on. Don't <laughs> 
Um, but McCain is doing the typical, you know, he's it's New Hampshire. He's running for president for the second time. He's shaking hands. His hot wife is there. How many fetuses do you think that uh, Cindy McCain ate to, to remain um, that young looking? I'm not familiar with the science of fetus eating. I would imagine a number of fetuses yeah. just in, kind of on principle. But he's saying, oh, you know, I, I love little children because you're all white and American and I'm shaking your hands. Oh, yeah. None I, of you will be murdered by me. I would challenge I anybody to find uh, the person of color. And I don't mean a tan person. I mean, like, a actual POC in um, this crowd. Well, you know... I don't see one. It is uh, New Hampshire Elementary School. New Hampshire is um, unbelievably white. Um, anyway, so he's signing autographs for little kids. It's yep. a very nice um, optic uh, situation. Cindy McCain looking very Stepford. Yeah, Stepford he's like, wife. oh, uh, uh, do, you, do you kids like Vietnam? I uh, I uh, I crash some plane share. Yes, uh, I, I'm a statesman. Yes. What are you laughing at? That Nothing. was a direct that was uh, good. transcript. That was good. That was good. Yep, he's still, um, you know. Uh, I I, I love I? war. Do you do you kids like war? I like war. I I like bombing countries that get mad at us. Yeah, I'm a I'm a maverick. A lot of politicians don't like bombing countries, but I do. Yeah, I've never. Uh, you know, you, you talk to politicians, they're like, "Don't bomb countries," and I'm like, "You know what? Let's, let's go a little crazy. Why don't we bomb a couple countries? I don't know." Yeah, uh, you know what? I crashed a couple planes into a country. You guys ever hear about that? Um, <laughs> uh, so no one can see this, but John McCain is just kind of, you know, um, uh, shaking hands with a bunch of kids and you know, I understand the kids are excited. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, uh, sorry, we're four just, hours on the spot. I'm just answering and I am sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's, this is all going to cut anyway. <laughs> um, all right, let's skip forward a little bit so yeah. we can get to the moment of truth. All right, all right. So we're going to skip forward. Like, how many fucking kids is he going to talk to? And, and you know... It's like, well, I... Uh, <laughs> how, how many kids is, is Cindy McCain going to absorb the energy from? <laughs> all right, so this looks like where we were at. What? That's me. I can see me. All right. I'll turn the... There's in. my... <laughs> Oh my, hold on. Wow, I look awesome, honestly. Dude, this hair. <laughs> yeah, this wow. This hair. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so Chris is standing in the background <laughs> by, you know, near John McCain. Um, Literally, like a, like like within, a person uh, away. Within yeah. arm's reach of Cindy. Yeah. Um, and I look like I just, uh, I'm Bill Ayers, basically. Ha. Like, back in the day. And I'm like, hey, uh, don't you think domestic terrorism is cool, ha. Mr. Ha. McCain? That's how I look. <laughs> it's like all, like, the TV stations and me as, like, the long-haired dude who gets, like, 100 bucks a week to write 800 articles. Now, this is the same year that you were on the Alex Jones show. Uh, yeah, actually, this was the same campaign cycle. Yeah, yeah. because the, the it's funny we keep coming back. To the Repub the Republican debate. Now the the Alex Jones appearance. You might remember, folks, uh, where episode Chris, eight, where uh, five. Sorry, uh, where Chris. 
where Chris spoke with Alex Jones, and mm. you might have heard such quotes such as, oh, thank you, sir. And <laughs> Alex uh, Jones called me his friend. Uh, that's cool. Your balls taste so good, Mr. Jones. Yeah. That was another line from that. <laughs> I told Ron Paul. <laughs> so here's me sucking John McCain's yep, yep. rod, I guess. And saying, hey, you like this, Cindy? <laughs> So I look very militant right now. Come and shine, guys. Is that going to be all right? You are also a head taller than everybody there. That's funny that you uh, see that. See, look. It didn't even occur to me. Yeah, you're right. Look, you're looking like a big, a big, beautiful boy. (laughs) So you look at. My, I am absolutely the biggest and most my, beautiful boy in that My room. large, beautiful son <laughs> right here. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, walking into the firehouse. Yeah. All right, now we transition to inside the firehouse. Chester, New Hampshire firehouse. A town of, uh, a very small town, and uh, it's, it's a big media blitz for a town of this size. Um, lots of TV, local Boston. You know, it's the New Hampshire primary. It's John McCain. And uh, somehow I weasel my way up to the front. Yep. So, I love I love this. Um, well, I just want to say thanks. So, Chris isn't in the line of reporters yet. Um, Cindy is in the foreground. That's Cindy, right? I think he didn't so. have a different wife then. No, I think he this did. isn't the one he cheated on. <laughs> no, it's not. no, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Cindy's in the foreground, John is behind Cindy, and there's a line of reporters and camera people. And, <laughs> and uh, Richard Anton, who is our uh, fire chief, Rich, and out of nowhere, sidles up Chester Academy young Cougars Chris and, uh, Caesar. Again, this is what America is. And here he is with that. With that large mane. <laughs> I'm also wearing sunglasses <laughs> inside, folks. Inside. Hey, just in case you thought I didn't bring 100% to everything I did. Oh, I, uh, my God. So, um, yeah. And he's, all about. I'd just like to make one comment about the debate tonight, and that is that the issue obviously will be, uh, to some degree, uh, there will be attention on Iraq in the upcoming debate. Which you voted for, yeah. Whether we should withdraw from Iraq or not. Oh, uh, what do you think about that? the fight uh, on our side in the Senate uh, that will argue that the surge is succeeding and that setting a date for withdrawal will be a date for uh, on our side in the Senate uh, that will argue that the surge is succeeding and that setting a date for withdrawal will be so, a date for surrender. Uh-huh. Uh, let's uh, revisit uh, uh, these uh, remarks. Interesting. That uh, withdrawing from Iraq would be a surrender from the made-up war that we yes. created with your fucking help and not only would it be surrender to withdraw, we need to fucking do the surge, baby. Yeah, it's so, time to surge it up. He's plainly stating that a withdrawal is a surrender, which you know, I feel like statesmanship. Per- now, per- personally, oh, that's yeah. a that's a real maverick oh, position right fuck there, yeah, dude. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like personally, now I'm not a maverick statesman. I feel like uh, withdrawal is not really surrender. It's saying, you know what, we shouldn't have been here in the first place. Mm. But hey, that's just me. I didn't win the election. Yeah, you're so. not a Chester Firehouse, buddy no. boy. No, I'm not. You're just not. Um, so, why don't but we... you know what I do like is uh, firehouse subs. Oh, buddy, it's here. You can. Yeah, I like man. a good um, hook and ladder. Oh man. Yeah, buddy boy. All right. It's wild. The only person on the stage tonight who adamantly uh, oh. and vociferously opposed the failed Rumsfeld policies. I was criticized for Republicans at the time. It was a failed policy, and I advocated, and I'm the only one for the new strategy which is succeeding, which huh. one of the Democrat candidates called the McCain strategy. I'm the one that's qualified. I'm the one that's criticized and fought against the failed Rumsfeld policies in Iraq and fought for the present strategy that succeeded. That's because I've got the experience oh. and the background that, and the knowledge. So the present strategy that includes keeping troops there and not withdrawing because that's a surrender. He's trying to draw this very... Uh I th- frankly stupid distinction he's <laughs> like oh like the Rumsfeld plan was wrong well you were the senator who basically was like he should do it and everyone knows that Rumsfeld fucking fucked that up oh yeah and it's like it doesn't mean that just because Rumsfeld thought he could send a couple ice cream trucks into Baghdad and everything would be fucking fine <laughs> that like you're a goddamn statesman like that's just oh. so anyway I'm wearing sunglasses inside and angrily yeah. glaring at McCain you, at this point. You are arm's length to McCain. <laughs> like, you're reaching out a tape recorder just, to McCain. Just wishing I could do something. Well, you got what you wanted, Chris. He's dead. That's not what... About that tonight. In light of the... Uh, <laughs> you're good at playing videos. Huh? Buffer. Arrest in Germany... I don't think there's any doubt that this is a transcendent issue of the campaign. And clearly, I'm the most experienced and qualified to address the threat of radical Islamic extremism. Hmm. How do we win in Iraq? We win in Iraq. Uh, hold on, hold on. That's cr- that is our our that is our, uh, our intrepid reporter. Our very large son, Chris. <laughs> our, <laughs> our large, beautiful son, and he asked. How do we win in Iraq? Just knowing everyone in the room was fucking... opposed to fail. Well, I'm sorry. Was what? Everyone in the room was what? <laughs> Idiots. And you'll hear our exchange and then the follow-up question. Right. You'll understand why I almost fucking murdered myself. I'm going to play... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it all the way through without stopping. That's a good idea. Okay. Okay. Rumsfeld policies. I was criticized for Republicans at the time. It was a failed policy, and I advocated, and I'm the only one for the new strategy which is succeeding, which one of the Democrat candidates called the McCain strategy. I'm the one that's qualified. I'm the one that's criticized and Just repeating fought himself. against yeah. the failed Rumsfeld policies in Iraq and fought for the present strategy that succeeded. That's because I've got the experience and the background and the knowledge. There it is. We'll be talking about that tonight. In light of the... uh... Here's the big moment, Chris. 
You see a fucking issue. arrest in Germany. I don't think there's any doubt that this is a transcendent issue of the campaign. Finding out me, most me, me. qualified to address the threat of radical Islamic extremism. How do we win in Iraq? We win in Iraq by continuing the uh, strategy which is succeeding, even though there are some in the media who will not report that to you. And uh, oh. then we will be able to, in coming months, be able to redeploy and withdraw American troops over time, what not setting a date for withdrawal. Pardon me for interrupting, but what successes are you seeing in Iraq? Pardon me? <laughs> what successes are you and this is the buffering, and it's not me stopping the scene. Oh, uh, I, if you've got five minutes, I'll be glad uh, to so answer if we can pause, I don't know. Okay. So I say pardon me for interrupting. This is actually way more polite than I ever remember being. Qualified to address. Sorry, sorry. Okay. And uh, I'm like, what successes are you seeing in Iraq? Because you're literally arguing that we should send more troops in because it's not. Right. And he says, if like, I have five like, minutes, as if I don't have five minutes for him to explain it to me. Okay, like, well, John. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, sorry, I'm not invited to your family barbecue where I can suck your dick and believe whatever the fuck you say, John. But yeah, it actually seems like you're completely full of shit for some reason. I don't know. Just a guy having eyes, I guess. <laughs> uh, but you have sunglasses on, so maybe you can't mm. see that well. So true. Yeah, I'll play it again. Threat of radical Islamic extremism. How do we win in Iraq? We win in Iraq by continuing the uh, strategy, which is succeeding, even though there are some in the media who will not mm. report that to you. And uh, then we will be able to, in coming months, be able to redeploy and withdraw American troops over time, what not successes? setting a date for withdrawal. Pardon me for interrupting, but what successes are you seeing in Iraq? Pardon me? What successes are you? His buffering. Sorry. Oh, uh, no. Seeing it. Oh, uh, I, if you've got five minutes, I'll be glad to. Anbar Province is quiet. The shakes are on our side. So under tax a month. So you said I was actually under it. Under no, I, I don't mind uh, responding, but usually I'm allowed to respond. Is that okay? <laughs> Thank you. Um, Anbar Province is, uh, is much more secure. The sheikhs are on our side. Large areas of Baghdad are secure. Mm -hmm. The Kurdish areas are very quiet. Uh, yeah. uh, Al-Qaeda is clearly on the run. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are clearly succeeding in the estimates. Of this was like 2000. Our military people on the ground who I hear from all the time. Not, not yeah, the political pundits inside the belt. Hell yeah. Not, not the, the fucking fake news, which is literally what. I was just about to. I didn't want to stop it in the middle. Sorry, no, but no, like. No, no, but. I, but no, no, but you're right, though. I wanted to bring up when he was like, some in the media won't. It's like, people want to blame. And I think Trump deserves a lot of blame for the fake news thing, but it clearly has roots well before that. Absolutely. He well just kind of took it and ran. Like, John McCain is essentially saying, maybe he's not saying, so I maybe, all right, now I'm kind of rethinking this. John McCain is not really saying fake news, but he's saying like more like... um. Um, edited news or biased news, which is still a Trump, a major Trump point, biased news media. I, so I think it's semantical, yeah. I mean, well, I think he's basically saying the media is lying to you. Well, yes, Iraq is yes, good. yes. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. That is semantics. 
Um, I, I understand what you're saying. He's not coming out and being like the media is the enemy of the people, but he's like, you know, uh, the no, media is kind of he's not a, telling you the whole thing. He's just you know? saying it in a more polite way. Exactly. He's putting it in a way that is not so bombastic as your fake news. Yeah. And meanwhile, like this actually affects like so many people and I'm the dick, I guess, for interrupting him for being like, hey, by the way, the well, usually I get uh, I get uh, the um, chance to respond. I don't mind taking questions. The and the reason I interrupted him was I just happened to read this blog at the time by Juan Cole, who was this like Middle Eastern scholar dude. And when he brought up the Anbar Province thing, it's just absolutely untrue. And it is the largest province in Iraq, as if I recall. However. To say it was peaceful when there's a hundred... Well, I actually understated it. I said it was a hundred attacks a month. It's actually like a hundred attacks a week at the time. And so you're telling me this province is peaceful. And I happen to know that, you know... And also, if he really knows what's going on, he would have corrected you. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean... He, that, that, that's clearly somebody who's not prepared to be a commander-in-chief because he doesn't know all the info. And my favorite part of this clip actually isn't anything I say, but the follow-up question from the guy after me. And it's just... That was when I realized, like, I'm fucked. This is <laughs> the worst industry I could ever be in. <laughs> okay. In Iraq, tell me that they are succeeding, and it's dramatically different from what it was a few months ago, before this new strategy was implemented. Senator Paul came out yesterday in Arizona, showed your favorable ratings, trailed Thompson, Giuliani, and Romney. Perhaps you saw that poll. Your reaction? I have no reaction. His reaction to a poll, folks. Yeah. Yeah. We're just talking about, uh, you know, deaths and attacks in Iraq and the strategy of a major ongoing war that's been going on for at least five years at this point. Oh, you're blatantly um, lying about the fucking conditions yeah. of a war so you can campaign on escalating it? That's awesome, dude. What do you think about these polls? Yeah, well, these polls showing you in front of Giuliani. He's like, well, uh, actually, uh, I was in a Viet Cong camp. Fuck John McCain, dude. I kind of want to look at your face and see the... <laughs> Uh, I want to see if the the will is like leaking out of your ears. And that's overstated, but when I discovered this was actually on C-SPAN, I was like, wow, this is awesome because this was so formative for me. And I was just like, everyone in media is a piece of shit. Every question they asked after me, when I was like, oh, how's supporting war crimes going? They're like, what do you think about, uh, you know, you're a couple points behind? And I'm like, why don't you fucking blow a fucking exhaust pipe <clears throat> um let's finish the clip i've uh, served the people of arizona for many years and i'm confident of their confidence and support i fucking love this face you're making here you're just like annoyed to me and i've won every race <laughs> i've ever i like fucking run destroyed. in the state of arizona i'm very confident of that what distinguishes yourself especially looking at iraq honestly with, um, uh governor romney not to like be an egomaniac, but it almost seems like McCain was a bit thrown by the intensity of me being like. I don't think he was expecting that question. Yeah, and he kind of seems to be and, like getting his groove back, answering easy. I don't know. I don't know. No, be, like, he's getting late. I'm sure. I'm sure if these are reporters from local hmm. media, I'm sure. Okay, you know what? I, I'll take that back. Do you think. 
these reporters were given like layup questions by you know their superiors or maybe by senior editors or whoever was hey I'm going to send you this because you didn't get a layup question right you didn't get your editor didn't send you your boss didn't send you to you know just toss up an easy question for him no she um, knew what I was about and she was right. like he's going to be in town so which we'll see it. that's why I would want to send someone like you <laughs> to get seriously well thank but, you but I feel like Maybe some of these other reporters might have got, might have either been told to do a, like a layup question or been fed a question. Do you think that happens? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was a huge Noam Chomsky fan as a kid. Yeah. And I kind of like read the ideas of, um, uh, manufacturing consent and this whole theory about media mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like this is the one area where I'm like this is a little crazy like, I don't know if I actually believe like there are so many good people in media who care about getting the truth out like I can't imagine these things actually influence media and it turns out that's like probably the most correct thing Chomsky ever wrote <laughs> ever and like I every day of my life it like beat me in the face where I was like like, ah, nope, Chomsky was correct, you fucking idiot. Every day. Every day. And I'm like, yeah, so you're lying about uh, the war you want to escalate. And he's like, ah, can I finish my question? I'm an American hero. And they're like, oh, oh, oh it turns out that Giuliani is a couple points ahead of you. Is that, is that making you weirded out before the debate? And it's like, that's cool, you guys. I'm like literally living in my parents' basement and being a shithead. <laughs> and you're like actually TV reporters that made me want to blow my brains out so it just happened that like I had a politics degree and focused on the Middle East and kind of knew like a few good information it just happened and I was just I wasn't like going in there planning to own him like he cited that province and I was like uh, actually that province is pretty fucked up like everyone knows that and he was like can I finish honestly I think that is a great question for somebody (laughs) who is planning on taking control of ultimately the military how do we win in Iraq and and a, and a war that by all accounts is, has been intractable and he wanted to start more wars he had very funny songs about that actually hey, he, it comes down to the whole Maverick thing like what is he a Maverick about I, you can point to yeah. the finance reform and that just ate shit almost huh. immediately as anyone who actually had a comprehension of politics would comprehend and what was it he like said uh, to an insane woman at one of his rallies that Obama's not an Arab. Oh, he's what great. a fucking hero. He's awesome. What a baseline humanity that we expect from awesome. the Republicans that they never meet. Oh, he, oh he's not He's not a uh, secret Muslim. Wow. That's crazy you yeah. would admit that. You've demonstrated that you are not a piece of shit in this moment. They, like, they're so... I, honestly, at this point, I feel like it's almost like a mental illness. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. It's, it makes no sense. In a way, it's like almost like the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Like, you know I mean, I'm just like, what are you talking like, about? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Maybe he's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Um, uh, uh, um, you want to so, check out the Bo stuff? <laughs> yeah. 
It's uh, 2.30. 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that is incredible. That is incredible. Uh, but I feel like the boat stuff is really going to wrap it We've up. We've been recording for five and a half hours. Are you fucking kidding me? But, uh, maybe two hours of that is pre-show. So. Okay, okay. Um... So, uh, again, there's going to be another fun weekend of editing for me. Um, okay. So, and no uh, one told you to ramble on like a bitch. Well, you were the one who was screaming at the top of your lungs. That was the if best part of the show. My head actually yeah. is. <laughs> actually is. Um, Just have a lot of. The Daily right Blast now. Live tweeted out 25 minutes ago. Really? Yeah. Hey parents, what are you doing up this late? <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that thing. what they fucking tweeted? Yeah. Oh my, dude, this show is on. I'm obsessed with this show. All right. I, you know what? I don't even care. If you want to turn off the, how can you not like Bo? I think about Bo all the time. He is a fucking beautiful man, just being his best self. If you don't want to hear about it, you can turn off the podcast. That's fine. But you know. But you know you want to hear about it. You though. know you need to know. You need to get um, boned. Boned. That's that's the name of the segment, folks. Boned. Uh, there's a reason. Oh, boy. So, we got we got Bo's uh, Twitter account up on the big screen here. Yeah, in an incognito window. <laughs> yeah. For because some, he's blocked yeah, us. Yeah, for some reason he blocked us, but yeah. I don't know why he would do that. Although, he did call me my uh, Twitter name out by name. Oh, he did? He did, uh, saying that... Um, Oh, what did he say? He said that I um, was a detractor or I was like a hater, pretty much. <laughs> uh, he, um, yeah, he's not a big fan of me, Chris. Uh, hate, to, hate to say it. That's weird. He, he loves me. Yeah? Yeah. Um, he said, uh, I try to bait people who don't, who, who agree with him. Uh-oh. Um, and uh, he was telling somebody else, pay no attention to at this is not Mike G, which Hell, is my Twitter. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is, is like really, maybe I, I like screamed at my phone when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna be fucking kidding me." He um, uh, there's uh, there's not much to say about Bo, is there? He's, he's just he's out there. He's doing his shit. Well, let's read his first tweet here. Okay. Um, this was uh, a few hours ago. This was um. Back in the uh, way back in the day, uh, yesterday, um, there is a reason CNN is losing trust. Mm. The network is not following the most basic rules of journalism 101. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Verify your sources. They would rather create a biased narrative than be correct. Mm. This is when you know you have lost credibility. See, pretty, pretty what's good? Devastating. What's good about this is that this is how you know he writes his own tweets because they're so fucking simple. Absolutely right. They're so like uh, like a high school um, freshman could have written this tweet. Yeah. E e yes. Yeah. Yeah. A high school freshman could have written this as the first paragraph to their fucking, you know, uh, first uh, uh, class in um, media 101. You know, like... Yeah. Like uh, creative I writing. I don't mean to be dramatic, but like every time I read his tweets, I'm like, how is this happening? 
Like, you're so emblematic of so many awful tendencies and... Now, how does this man... He's on the TV and he's syndicated all over the country. And he just says the craziest shit and I get DMs from people all the time who are like, hey, can you send me the Bo Davidson recording? Because I hate him. The yeah. Bo Davidson recording, the 25-minute-long phone call where Bo was repeatedly berating you. Calling me gay and threatening to kick my ass. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 a uh, facetious cocksucker, he might have called you. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I... I we did find out that um, his mom has only had sex with one person. That's true. Yeah, and we did you. look into that. Um uh, personally, and we we devoted some podcast money to that, and uh, it turns Ep- out episode number ten, people. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so the Daily Blast live tweeted out something that said, "Is illegal immigration to fault for Molly Tibbetts' murder?" Our debate got heated on the oh, Daily Blast. Oh fuck! Now Bo's response via Twitter to this tweet. The simple answer? Absolutely. Oh, boy. You stop the crime before the other crime happens. Uh, with lax policies, porous borders, and e-verify cheating, we are um, opening the doors to more potentially heinous crimes. MS-13 wow. is reason alone for us to vet everyone and ensure legal immigration. That last sentence makes no sense. MS-13 is reason alone for us to vet everyone and ensure legal immigration. Like, I don't think that really makes a lot of sense. Um, Why? You You don't think so? Do you want to... Do you want? Do you want to listen to the heated debate? Or? I am like li- I'm clutching my microphone right now, actually, in kind of uh, heated anticipation of what's about to go. T- I am fucking now, scared. You'll, honestly, you'll recall that Molly Tibbetts was murdered by an un. He was found to be undocumented, right? Like he was. Like what, he- did that even turn out to be true? Actually. So I thought that he lied on his application that he was documented, but his lawyer, I believe, insists that he is documented. Yeah. In either case, he was working on the property of a prominent Republican. Right. In um, well, let's say he's uh, allegedly undocumented. Allegedly undocumented. Okay. And uh, yeah, and the real issue is maybe that guy. You know what? Uh, a, a good friend of mine. Uh, woman friend a uh, uh, friend of mine who also happens to be a woman uh-huh. uh, she posted on Facebook something that actually struck me that uh, she asked a bunch of friends like what they would do um, as women if like men weren't around it wasn't a consequence and she said that the majority of them kind of said running and that they were uh, dissuaded from dragging because of just male bullshit. And it, it was in the context of the Molly Tibbet shit. Yeah. And you won't really hear anyone like Bo who allegedly uh, harasses underage models for sex uh, talk about... Oh, boy. Um, 
you know, uh, actual, actual, actual uh, things that affect women. But you know, if uh, if a young woman is harassed and murdered because she doesn't talk to a guy, and the guy uh, doesn't happen to have his papers right, you better believe Bo Davison is fucking feminist as fuck. He just doesn't want violence to happen unless he's hitting on underage girls. So let's listen yeah. to the t- well, you know. Allegedly. Um, before we get into it, uh, I do want to point out how hilarious this argument is when you contrast it with the argument for um, gun control and uh, mm. mass shootings. Um, you know, the argument there is. Well, it was just this incident here, and, you know, we don't need gun control. But here, it's, well, you know, not to minimize um, this murder, because it's terrible, uh, but, you know, they're like, this murder is proof that we need... The, you know that we need yeah. better it's a national emergency yeah. right right and her own family has put out statements that are like fuck anyone who tries to pull this shit with her death we do not agree with you go fuck yourself like her, on no uncertain terms her family has said, yeah exactly her family has put out lengthy statements saying we pretty much resent our daughter's death being used for political uh, reasons, and we, uh, as a family, believe that uh, essentially what they said was that they don't believe that him, uh, the, whether or not this person was documented, has no bearing on any of this. They're yeah. like anybody, any color, any nationality, any anything. Anybody can kill yeah. somebody, and this is not. You know, they're basically saying like. If you're spreading this this, this um, narrative, then it's hateful, and you're hateful, pretty much. Absolutely. And, however, despite that, despite that, uh, <laughs> weirdly, we have, oddly, uh, they have persisted. People, I've seen people say, "I don't care what the family says. This is more important than them." Don't like, be. That's, yeah, that's well, actually a direct fucking quote from we'll a hear this to the presidential from, from a blue checkmarked person. Yeah. When I heard this story, I was like, this is going to be the fucking Willie Norton, like, of... They're going to fucking milk this to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't give a shit about any of the actual issues. All right, we'll listen to the video. The corners of a city street. There's a fucking ad. A little ad here. Because incognito, that's why. Whoops. I have YouTube Premium, Chris. Wow, that's yeah. pretty badass. It's actually pretty awesome. We have an update on the killing of Iowa college student Molly Tibbetts. Her death has become politicized after prosecutors claimed her killer was an undocumented immigrant, a charge that his lawyers dispute. But at Molly's funeral this weekend, her father thanked... Whoops. Father Sorry. thanked the local Hispanic community for their support during the search for his daughter. Rob Tibbetts said, quote, the Hispanic community are Iowans. They have the same values as Iowans. People and as far heroes. as I'm concerned, they're Iowans with better food. Wow. I think this father's just cucked, honestly. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a total bitch, actually. 
Yeah, no, he's a goddamn hero who is uh, somehow compartmentalizing the fucking murder of his teenage daughter with the national politics of the time and realizes his kind of obligation as an ethical person to fucking feel that shit. And, like, that is... No. Fucking solid heroism. No. Straight up. No. Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. No. Uh, maybe maybe they could have just killed all the Mexican first. Oh, uh, Bo. Uh, oops. Uh, maybe we should just play the clip instead of me imagining what Bo thinks. And we need robot Bo. <laughs> Molly Tibbetts' murder has sparked fierce debate about the country's immigration system. Both so, taking notes. Bo, Bo is feverishly <laughs> writing Bo's something. Like, Al Jackson is like girding himself up. By the way, Al Jackson, love yeah, you. Yeah, shout out Al Jackson. Yeah. We fucking love your ass. Love you. Erica also. I forget her yeah. last name. Erica Cobb. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yes, Erica Cobb. All y'all kick ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Everybody except Bo. Like, yeah, Bo. Bo. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, Bo's the worst guy. I like that Bo's taking notes like it's the Chomsky Foucault debate. Which is like the most serious fucking look on his face. He's uh, really just drawing squiggles. It's like he's like just well swastikas in my you, mind, honestly. You yeah. look on the paper and, he's, and you see dick butt. That's what, that's, that's what he's drawing on there. He just shows it to the two other female co-hosts. Like, what do you think? <laughs> oh, okay, Bo. Yo, Al Jackson actually looks fucking rip shit. Yeah. <laughs> Already. You can just he I think he sees Bo writing and it's just like this is he's planning (laughs) Bo's writing I imagine he's thinking like oh I'm really gonna fucking own him with this one look at look at Look at that guy. He's not even writing. Hmm. And, and the two other women on the panel, you can feel their apprehension. Oh. Maybe this is just a renaissance it's kind been, of painting in a pause. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> there's so much emotion in the screenshot. Especially the, the, oh woman, on the, the woman on the left. She's yeah. Like, she's, I think she's already calculating the fastest way to get out of there. <laughs> they just already know it's time. Bo, oh. is he trying to reclaim the narrative surrounding his daughter? Do Will people listen? Wait Probably a minute. So, but I wait think a he minute. Re- is he trying to, re- like, reclaim it? Is he trying to... Re- like, what a what a fucking asshole. A dad trying to not allow the f- media psychos... I kind of to- feel like that was a baiting question for Bo. Because she addressed it to Bo. Yeah, you're right. I feel like I, I feel like, I, this, like this 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 woman asking the question. I think her name is Sam. She does not like Bo. It's clear to me. I got you. They, okay, they, you they, might be right. They, they have that. gotten into it on this show. These you're two. right. They have. Yeah. Although he's gotten into it with everybody, but I think. If I were to rank the disdain that people have, Al Jackson is clearly number one. <laughs> Erica Cobb is probably very close yeah, number two. Have, yeah. This woman, uh, Sam, is really number three. Let's just like to say reclaim it. Like, whose narrative is it? Like, uh... well, I I think that the um, GOP is trying to claim it. Yeah, but I guess she frames in the question like, are they trying to reclaim the narrative from the psycho Nazis? How crazy of her uh, little uh, maybe family. I'm, maybe I'm. 
<laughs> Maybe I'm being generous, but I feel like this is a bait for Bo. You might, yeah, okay. Because I could see that. Y- you know, yeah. you just fucking know that they knew he was going to say something completely, yeah, completely I, just <laughs> stupid, <laughs> just monumentally dumb. I think, yeah. All right, I'm I'm on board right. <laughs> with this theory. Actually, now I, I, there's a lot left in this clip, so I could be wrong. She might actually. Uh, you know, it might be fucked up. Yeah, she might actually, yeah, Agreed puke on her shoes <laughs> later on the club. Who knows? As Iowans, and as far as I'm concerned, they're Iowans with better food. Molly Tibbetts' murder has sparked fierce debate about the country's immigration system. So, Bo, oh, is hell. he trying to reclaim the narrative surrounding his daughter? Do will people listen? Probably so, but I think he can reclaim his daughter's death's narrative, but he can't change the national narrative. That's the difference for me. I mean, you take Molly Tibbetts' death out of it, which is difficult to do. You still have a string of problems in this country regarding illegal immigration and murders and violent crime. Actually, statistics show that um, illegal immigrants (laughs) do not actually even fucking move the needle uh, as far as murders in this country. Quite a bit of evidence to actually decrease crime. But hey, you it's, know. it's controversial, but not a lot of statistics say they increase crime. It either stays the same or actually improves. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to fucking smack that uh, big fat head of his. Dude, I would love to see you smack that fucking idiot. Also, I do have to say, um, the highlights in the hair are extremely masculine. Oh, yeah. He uh, definitely looks like a guy who could kick my ass. <laughs> That's what I take yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. For instance, Sergeant Brandon Mendoza head on collision with a guy high on meth. Joshua Wilkerson beaten with a closet rod, strangled and uh, set on fire. Uh, Grant Ronnebeck shot to death at a convenience store. That immigrant was facing uh, deportation. So, Dylan Roof. Uh, so. So he rounded <laughs> off three. Everything he says is fucking insane. And uh, uh, a guy who was high on meth who crashed a car. That's why we need to fucking lock up immigrants. Mm. Are you, immigrants are the only uh, people who do get high on meth. Walked in and shot nine parishioners. Bless this man. Yeah. Bless this man. What a goddamn Now Jackson is going to uh, <laughs> let loose the fury. Set on fire. Uh, Grant Ronnebeck shot to death at a convenience store. That immigrant was facing uh, deportation. So Dylan Roof walked in and shot nine parishioners. Trayvon oh. Martin, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner. I'm talking specifically about... Why aren't we talking about immigrants. just citizens we can, in general? We can't. That's a different t- conversation now. I think Why? the conversation right now is about illegal immigration. Because do you think that if this man had not been in the country, Molly would be alive? What? Uh, that's. I'm just answer the question. That's that, no. That's a, that's a dumb question. Not a dumb question. That is it. You can. T- yeah, so then, okay. So would if we take if, if we take if we take if we took every white male respond. out of the country, then the gamers that lost their lives uh, in in Baltimore this weekend or at, at the uh, at the gate in the men tournament would be out. Al, they're American. So, they're Americans citizens who do commit violent crime. No question. White, black, brown. No question. What a hero of you to admit that, Bo. Okay. So there are <laughs> there are American citizens of all races that commit crime. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Well, so then why are we just talking, talking about, about brown ones? Excuse me. I'm talking about Ooh. the thing that we can do to prevent illegal immigrants from coming here and committing those However, violent you crimes. Know what? I, I don't understand this point. Speechless, honestly. I don't understand this point. That's speechless. I'm really, uh, I'm not struggling to be, I'm not struggling, um, I'm sorry, I'm not pausing to be dramatic. I'm pausing because I'm really struggling to find the point of this, the point. So, yeah, like, okay, if none of us were in the fucking country, then none of these murders would happen. (laughs) 
Right? Uh, yeah. I, I think Al Jackson, uh, our beautiful, beautiful friend of the show. Uh, yes. Love raises you, Raises an excellent point. Uh, yeah. Why don't we just get rid of all the white people who have done every mass shooting in this fucking country? What is it, like 90%? You know both thought, of course not. <laughs> it's like, no, that'd be crazy. We're just talking about brown ones. Excuse me. Excuse I'm talking me. about the thing that we can do to prevent illegal immigrants from coming here and committing However, you know what, what I get nervous about? Believe me, because I know what you're saying right now. A lot of people, a lot of our DBL viewers agree with this, and I think it's important to have both sides represented. <laughs> My only fear is that we will generalize all immigrants or Uh-oh. undocumented but immigrants. Sam, that's crazy. You would think because, that would happen. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no... Uh, is that your uh, remote fear? <laughs> that that could possibly go down? Uh, my only Generalize fear. all immigrants or undocumented but Sam, immigrants. It's not just as all in, because we have Russian immigrants coming over here, and I'm assuming some of those are in the mafia, and I'm assuming some of those people commit crimes. I'm assuming we have Japanese uh, people over you're here that have race. committed crimes. You're but you're, we're just going after one type of immigrant, and it's brown immigrants. You haven't mentioned in all those immigrants, you didn't mention one from a European nation. So why don't Hell you go yeah. do some research and bring them back because in from there? Percentage, it's happening more. What per- oh. My yes. <laughs> Honestly, thank you, God. Thank you, God. This is just—I can't believe. God, this is great. He brought out the percentage. I, I just—he trotted out an old percentage. Old percentage was just sitting there in the chair, I mean, like, bring me out, oh, bring me out. Oh boy! And I was like, all right, percentage, <laughs> we're going to you. Uh, Percentages show. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. What percentage is that? No. What percentage is that? Well, we can look that well, up. That no, well, you should, we can look it up. You should have that There's ready to go. There's actual data. This is something I looked at. There is actual data oh. out there with 100 years of data. There is zero evidence. There is. There's zero evidence that show that undocumented immigrants and immigrants Thank commit you. more crime than native-born Americans. In fact, native-born, but native-born Americans. It's <laughs> a silly statistic. It's not a, it's a silly statistic. What the fuck? Fuck are you? It's a silly statistic because it it refutes my point. How literally a hundred years of data is this still these these co-hosts are gonna fucking murder him I, in his dressing room? I swear to God. I oh God. Okay. Silly statistic. Because there are more Americans here, so by, no. by by sheer numbers, Americans will commit more crime than illegal immigrants. That's, that's absolutely no, true. That's you, you, ass- you can't you can't that's that's that's, 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 been that's you assuming actually you're inaccurate. That's you assuming mm-hmm. that these. Studies don't take in account variables mm-hmm. like comparison, like population density. That's not true. That's I'm just not saying. Are you willing to allow Molly Tibbetts to die? Yes. Are you willing to have that gimme, yeah, so to dude. speak, Hell just yeah. so that all these people from other countries can come here and escape their bad circumstances? Holy shit, dude! Chris, I'm I'm going to shamelessly steal your uh, quote. Are you fucking <laughs> shitting me right now, Bo? Are you serious? That's a silly statistic. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Seriously fucking shitting me right Honestly, well, the entire scientific community would not would overlook that there are more you know native-born Americans than you know what I mean. Bo's just on top of that kind of stuff. He'd be like, "Yo, like actually, you guys aren't accounting for the fact that <gasps> uh, there are more white American." You know, it's certainly a, uh, a college boy like Bo. I feel like might have taken a methodology class at some point. He's like, oh, "Well, there's." Obviously, more Americans than immigrants. He calls Molly Tibbetts' death a gimme on fucking national TV. 
Oh, I, I didn't Oh, did hear. you hear that? Okay, I didn't hold on, hold pick on. up on that. You can't, you can't that's, use that. That's, 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 been that's thrown you out many, assuming many times actually you're an. You can't use that statistic. It's been thrown out too many times more. By who? Stormfront? What, like, that's basic imperial. There are more Americans here, so by, no. by by sheer numbers, Americans will commit more crime than illegal immigrants. Well, that's, that's absolutely true. So that's you, you assuming. That's, 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 that's you many, assuming. Many actually, you're inaccurate. That's you assuming that these studies don't take in account variables like population, density. Like population density. That's not true. That's I'm just not saying true this. Are you, are you willing to allow Molly Tibbetts to die? Are you willing to have that gimme, so to speak? just so that all these people from other countries can come here and escape their bad circumstances. Okay. Are you... So basically, he's saying, are you uh, essentially putting Molly Tibbetts up for sacrifice for all these immigrants to come here and escape their bad circumstances? But that's what fucking immigration is. Like, immigration is you come here to escape a bad circumstance, to start a new life. Hey, that's these immigrants are coming to murder our teenage daughters. It's so obvious at this point now, as we've watched him just repeatedly tripping over his own micro penis. Uh, he always does this all the time, <laughs> and like it's just like, oh, and she's like, actually, like studies in science account for variables like that. This is like what fourth graders fucking could understand per capita. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, all I'm saying is you guys want to murder people just to have fucking you, colored people here. You guys want to let all the brown people in to murder our white white girls. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, it's unbelievable. This is straight up normalization. Great. Of, uh, anyway. Awesome. Are you willing to allow Molly Tibbetts to die? Are you willing to have that gimme, so to speak, just so that all these people from other countries can come here and escape their bad circumstances and have a better life that are non-citizens? No. I'm just... Okay, no. well, Here's, but because that's, is, a, that's a fair argument. Just be honest no, it's about not. it, if that's the well, argument. I think this conversation is the same conversation that everyone is having at their own dinner tables. That's why it's important to have this conversation. We need to come together when it now comes to like immigration Bo. and not be so extreme thinking that I'm coming from the place of open borders, everyone's allowed to be here, and you are coming from a place that you are somehow xenophobic. <laughs> I don't want people to think that about you. I don't want I people do. to think that yeah. we're xenophobic. I would say that, Sam, we've already failed in the one task that Molly's father asked us to have, yeah. which was to not politicize his daughters. Fuck yeah. Taken this time. Yep. It would have been a really cool bow if you had taken this time and been like, you know what? I'm going to honor what her dad says. You could have read off some of the things she'd done in high school, some of the volunteer that she had done, some of the life that she'd led. Well, but instead, what have we talked about since we started this segment? The one thing he asked us not see, to talk Al, about. I would ask. Fuck yes, Al Jackson. Uh, fucking fuck yes. Marry me, Al Jackson. <laughs> Al Jackson. I am in awe right now. Al Jackson 2020. He just cuts to it, dude. Just, just fucking wipe the floor with his ass, Al. What have we talked about since we started this segment? The one thing he asked us but not see, to talk Al, about. I would, I would be making the same argument today as I did before Molly died. That's the difference. And just like if there weren't any white people, Could, there wouldn't, you know, be mass shootings. That's the difference. But why, I'm going but to be why, cons- but why are we linking her I'm name with this? I'm going to be consistent in my argument, which is there oh, is a fundamental problem important. in this country okay, with illegal but if immigration. Okay, that's so you're going to be consistent argument. with this argument since Molly has nothing to do with this. this I, like, I what's the next story we're doing? The next story, I want you to talk about immigration when we talk about bullying. I want you to talk about immigration when we talk about immigration, and I want you to talk about bullying when we get to Chef Larry D. With due respect, I think that's that's an But you said it has nothing to do with Molly, so I'm just following your logic. Oh, it's unfair to Bo. 
It's yeah. unfair to Bo. You know, the unfair. first thing I thought about when I was hearing this uh, debate was, how, is this fair to Bo? How can we be more fair to him? How fucked up Molly Tippett's murder was for Bo. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Immigration. And I want you to talk about bullying when we get to Chef Larry. With all due respect, I think that's that's an But you said it has nothing to do with Molly, so I'm just following your logic. I'm just following your logic. I think that's unfair. We will continue this conversation during the break. We will continue during the break because... Mm. Look at Al. He's like, Al's my new fucking hero, man. Yeah, dude. Al, Al is just Al smiling and looking around wish. like, is this motherfucker for real? Al, we support you, man. Like, goddamn. Al, I will take a bullet for you. Yeah, dude. I, I cannot imagine I will take fucking be in the panel with I will him. take a fucking bullet for you, Al. <laughs> the Daily Blast Live uh, asks, how do you feel about porn in a relationship? A fiancé dumped their partner after finding them watching porn. Tell us what you think. And Bo's response, as I say in this clip, it is not a good idea. It brings nothing but problems. We need... Oh, thank you. Thank you for elaborating. We will be watching this clip at once. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this uh, sounds... The one year old woman in Utah cancels her wedding one week out because she caught her fiancé watching porn. Claire Dalton wrote on Facebook, I'm that girl that planned an entire wedding only to find out a week prior it was all a lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> overreaction. But others applaud Claire for staying strong in her Mormon faith. Oh DBL Nation, oh. what do you think? There Take it away, is. Sam Shocker. Ooh, Erica, we're going to get right to their comments. XO from YouTube says, LOL, you found out he watched porn a week before marriage. Girl, where have you been? Oh, XO, you're exactly oh, right. <laughs> I, I mean, this is kind of why you don't get married at 21. You're still, if you're shocked that your husband's watching porn, uh, you, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Make sure I end the iceberg at the end of that. There's a... <laughs> There's a lot going on in men's life. And honestly, porn, all jokes aside, I think it'd be a necessary tool uh, for the sexuality is a component of marriage. And when you discount that component. Bo's never had sex, so he, yeah. he's, he's, tra- he's straying into he's straying into waters that he's not familiar with here. I just gotta say again, Al Jackson just be utterly reasonable at all times. It's fucking rules. So yeah, don't get married twenty one. Fucking uh, rules. Don't marry men if you. <laughs> Opponent, it's doomed to fail. Interesting. I just want to give context. She is Mormon, and so watching porn's prohibited, and that's another reason, just to give context. Karen okay. from YouTube adds, depends on the type of porn they're watching and how much. Okay, that actually is um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's important. Fair. What type? Yeah. If there's. Why? Yeah, I'm just gonna Why? Say, yeah. Because if he's watching gay porn, he might not be a straight. Straight. So there's. But an he issue might there. just be a straight. Uh, I think that's kink shaming there. Uh, yeah, young he might lady. just be bi. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And you also just brought up she's Mormon to be like, oh, he, like, yeah, like that's normal. Yeah, like, oh, he's Mormon though, so he sh- she should not eat chocolate or watch did, fucking porno. And did he watch? Uh, did he watch it with a big, uh, with a big gallon of milk <laughs> next to him? Did he drink it? That right, he hid from his wife. Did he drink it right from the jug? <laughs> oh boy, can't have that. Oh god. 
straight man that watches that's fine but i would still like to find out i mean i don't I'm, and access is important too she's right you know dr drew the years that i was with him he always said that porn yeah. is healthy as you just said but you never want it to be excessive because that could hinder your relationship and he said himself he's having problems with too much so we i hope he gets help and she gets married again <laughs> and Nat natalie uh. from youtube shared you shouldn't be getting married if you can't talk through something like this and come to a resolution she could have found out five years in and two kids later that's absolutely true uh natalie um i believe that and i think oh. you have to talk oh. through uh. oh my god oh my god <laughs> just want to add that Bo has a tucker carlson bow tie on right now a bow tie this shit is the fucking biggest idiot uh, speaking of the biggest idiot my clothes the windows right i did i was so excited <laughs> i was so excited about the fucking bow tie the bow tie I just, I just like clicked spontaneously inside the window Daily it, it, it a 21-year-old woman in Utah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, in men's life. And honestly, I want to give context. She is Mormon. And so watching porn is prohibited. They are watching and how much. And two, she's right. You know, Dr. Drew, the years that I was helping, she gets married again. And there you go. Natalie from YouTube. Sure, you shouldn't be getting married if you can't talk through something like this and come to a resolution. She could have found out five years in and two kids later. That's absolutely true, uh, Natalie. Um, I believe that. And I think you have to talk through things. And porn, by the way, I believe is an addiction. I probably disagree with the panel on this, but I think it needs to be completely out of a marriage. I think no. it can lead. I think, no, I'm serious. Because There's I think porn? it can Yes. Because I think it can lead you down a path of constantly fantasizing for other people that are not your partner. And um. <laughs> wow. Honestly, like. Wow. Jesus. Okay. You know. <laughs> First of all, this bow tie bitch, you know that he probably watches the sickest, most depraved porn. You know it. And I mean, like, what the f okay, you, you know he's got, like, pre... He's got, like, bookmarks for pee-pee and poo-poo and... You know it. I can't even deal with, like, Bo, like... Bo, wow. In your trailer, you have a table with a, <laughs> with a, a glass table with a hole cut in the middle. Why is that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's no problem. Uh, I it's mean, like... <laughs> what? It's just, it's like Bo. Um, hey, newsflash, man! You obviously jerk off quite a bit. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna. It's obvious. Float that out. Um, you look like you jerk off like it's your fucking job, because this TV show certainly doesn't seem like your job, because you uh, kind of suck at it. Anyway, let's finish the clip, I guess. And in my tradition, and the way that I believe, I think it should absolutely be uh, banned out of a relationship. I think to each its own, to each its own, but there's plenty of... There's, yeah, that's talking. you personally, because there's plenty of doctors that I've worked with over the years that I've <laughs> listened on the phone when, when I worked on Loveline of people struggling in their relationships, and porn was a very healthy uh, way to help their relationship and I mean, be stimulated. I, I think we've Stimulate. all seen that, you know, <laughs> repressing our sexuality works every time. <laughs> Ah, oh, good point. Al. God damn, dude. Al, once again, I'll take Al. a fucking bullet yeah, for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Al, uh, I don't think we can pay as much as the Daily Blast Live, but <laughs> please, this, yeah, I will. I will gladly set up another microphone, <laughs> and you can just you could just come here and you can fucking rank on Bo yeah, as much as you want, or maybe you could just uh, feed me some notes, like. Think about how much easier it would be to rag a couple soy boys just, you know, in a living room instead of some, like, all right Nazi country star on TV. It'd be so chill. You'd just be 
like, hey, actually, that's probably my deck. And I'd be like, you know what? Oh, that's probably right, actually. I shouldn't say that shit. But was also impotently tweeting at the Pope, at Pope Francis. Oh, good. Pope Francis says, we Christians do not have a product to sell. We communicate life. And Bo says and what type of lifestyle is that yes i mean we know you have a marxist to spin <laughs> you don't speak for all christians and you are not infallible wow thanks martin for, uh, luther po- uh, posted those 95 theses for a good reason Wow, he really went there with the Marxist thing, huh? Calling the Pope Marxist. He did. Like, right off the bat. That's <clears> fucking... <throat> that's odd that there was nothing in this statement. In fact... like It's, it's not a crazy thing to say about No! But it's also like... Oh, Bo, are you a religious historian, though? Theologist. Yeah, yes. he's a, yeah he knows... Uh, it's a good thing that... Uh, I'm sure What a fucking idiot I could just Um He just kicks ass I love him I, I do uh, and People People DM me a lot And they're like Oh I'm gonna send The producers That little recording And I'm like Alright you can do that But I, I I don't want him to lose the job I want him to just Well I want him to Thank be you for your comment yesterday About I'm Migration Must mean immigration I, as a tax-paying American, just want the vetting process before we add to our already Mm. overcrowded criminal system. I don't understand the problem with that. must be hard always getting ganged up on. on. Okay. Now, this tweet, Mm -hmm. the problem I have with it is that it suggests that when you migrate to the country, that you're immediately going to the prison system. It does uh, seem to imply that. What a dumb fuck this person is. And uh, does uh, Bo uh, glowingly quote tweet this uh, tweet? Absolutely. Oh. It's kind of been par for the course, as I am the only conservative opinion on the panel. Uh-oh. I should be able to present this simple immigration solution of proper vetting without uproar or chastisement, but the narrative is typically hijacked yep. into some notion of xenophobia. Uh-huh. I want to punch this guy in his oversized head with his tiny ass face right in the middle. It's so weird. I'm going to knock that eye straight. I swear to God <laughs> oh, I will. Geez. I swear to fucking Christ. <laughs> I've had it. I've had it with this asshole. <laughs> I'm fucking... I cannot believe this fucking piece of dog shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so crazy. Up, oh, still going on about the porn thing. Porn destroys relationships because it... Because I jerked off dis- once and a girlfriend called me. Bo, can you be any more transparent, you fucking idiot baby? Because like, my- they were some crazy Mormon couple. And you're seriously like, porn is bad. Porn is bad. And it's just like, no, they're, they're fucking Mormons. And that girl is 21 and a Mormon and doesn't know shit about jack fuck. And you're... <clears throat> my my mother uh, poured scalding hot water on my genitals. So yeah, and, you know, and she said this is because you touch yourself. <laughs> it helps you sing higher, Bo. When you don't have genitals, and you will sing higher, Bo. Bo writes, I am your father, Bo. Bo. <laughs> Bo writes no collusion, lower unemployment rates, a- 
African-American approval numbers doubled. This question is, what did any prior president do for you? Referring to the black community? Oh, here's another good one. Oh. With a, with this goddamn th- isn't shithead Isn't it the same clip that we saw? Trump supporters have accepted that he is no angel. Oh, boy. Okay. It's, yeah. it's his the... America first policies that have helped us. Uh... We didn't elect our moral hero. We... Fucking fuck. I think a lot of people do. I, for one, do. I never looked for uh, Trump to be my moral guide. He was never an angel. People elected him knowing he was no angel. And that's the critical thing. There's a lot of people out there that have to swallow this bitter pill, which is we don't really like Donald Trump, but we like the things he does. We like the policies he makes. They make us better off as a country. But they may think the guy's a complete scumbag. And, And I think a lot of Trump supporters like myself feel that way. They don't look for Trump to moral guidance. They look for him to do the things that make their lives better on a daily basis. Oh, so actually fairly lucid for Bo. <laughs> Extra- yeah, I mean, unusually lucid. He does have a point, but so Bo is really uh, winning over hearts and minds and making great, <laughs> great impressions. Our big, our large, beautiful son. He's just I, what he I, fucking rocks. Well, the whole ideology of that show is like we need to have these discussions. We need to have, and it's like actually, you can just actually do a segment where Bo um, looks dumb. And uh, if you guys need, like, a consultant to help you figure out how to make that happen, Michael and I are available. 833-SOY-BOYS. Yeah, you just call us up. If you're confused about how to handle fucking racist morons... Oh, we know. ...on a daytime talk show, um, here's what you do. You're like, hey, Bo... um, you know what? You're a fucking dipshit. So get the <laughs> fuck off of TV and eat my ass on the way out. And uh, I hope your girlfriend fucking dumps you, you little bitch. Mm. And um, that's uh, how you deal with uh, racist morons. Yep, absolutely. Unless uh, unless you're a cynical media fuck. Um, hmm. You know. But I can't imagine the, the producers of the Daily Blast Live being cynical fucks. This seems impossible. You know? I... I think that they've had it with him. I think they. Uh, I think the. I think the hosts have. Yeah. Yeah, the hosts. I yeah, mean, yeah. The show. No, I'm sure they're here. I'm sure he's getting ratings. Oh yeah. I. For being racist. For being a, a virulent asshole. Now. I'm curious what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, tomorrow's Friday. I'm sure he's going to have some hot takes about something. Um. Mm. He always seems to find a way to just uh, completely swallow his foot. Um, it's in, like every like literally we just scrolled through his Twitter account like what did he say and we were like oh my god this is horrifying. We didn't even plan for it this week. We were just like oh oh we forgot the both stuff. We better just check it out. I have two columns there. in TweetDeck, one for Daily Blast Live and one for Bo. <laughs> I am all in on this motherfucker. Uh, dude, Bo, like, yeah. Really. I just can't believe him. It's just too much. Especially after... Uh, he's, uh... We're not obsessed are by you? Are you willing for Molly Tippett to die? Is oh. that a gimme for you? Is that a gimme? 
I hope Ollie mm. Tibbetts' father comes uh, on the show and just fucking pile drives Bo <laughs> right into the fucking floor. <laughs> Bo becomes a paraplegic, yeah. shits himself every fucking day for the rest of his miserable life. Yeah. And just keeps thinking, hmm, how much longer until uh, the good Lord takes me? How much longer do I have to live in the shell of a body? You know what's um, really good about um, country star dudes who are like about our age and also really weird about porn is that they never hit on underage girls. Oh, no, never. They would never do that because that's like bad for them. Um, if, you're the, if you're the judge of an underage beauty pageant and you're just kind of like hitting on the contestants, it's kind of a weird move, right? But that's not something that a white country star on TV would do. Chris, wasn't Bo the judge of a um, talent show like that? Um, I would have to look into something like that. I don't remember that. Mm. I'm just saying. It's just, yeah, you know, if that I just came to pass. Like that, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, can't, can't. Uh, th- hmm. Thanks for hanging in there, everybody. Yeah, uh, for a 10-hour podcast. For a 15-hour <laughs> podcast, Chris. Really? Fuck I've off. I've been working like four hours, so. Fuck off, Bo. Yeah, Bo, eat my... We hate you. Eat my urethra slut. 